yeah. We got we've got the music on lock now, man. It's like second nature. I'm working out the uh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. You've got you've you've mastered it, man. And the, the, the nice fading, I can hear it fading. Uh, expert stuff, professional stuff over here. We're trying, we're trying over here at the bread club. Welcome everybody. Breadiest club. Jesus, I can't even speak today. What's wrong with me? We haven't even started and I'm a fucking disaster. Welcome everybody to the bread club. Episode 16, the only place in all the wrestling universe outside of wrestling to get your New Japan uh, news, notes, information is myself, Shining Wizards Matt, joined by the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Keith! <laughs> Look at you having that already preset and everything. And I mean, it's it's my birthday, but there's a funeral too. I mean, I think we're, we're gathered here today in the memory of Jay White. Rest oh, in peace. Man. Oh man, you really got to. We got to do the whole four weddings and a funeral thing, huh? A hundred percent. Holy um, crap! Gee, we didn't even get to a... celebrate your Kieran, uh, your birthday, and then you're just going right for the jugular. Yeah, it's a it's a big episode this week, man. Uh, fucking so 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 much to talk about. Um, in the world of New Japan professional wrestling, and nowhere else, of course. Well, I want to talk about what's going on. What your world, man? It was your thirtieth birthday. How you feeling? A couple days removed from your birthday. I was having a grand old time. I, you know had the, the juice was flowing everyone was happy everyone was dancing and then my cousin was like you're not drunk enough let me get you this shot and i was like that's fine and he got me i think it's called ray and nephews basically it's white rum and it's about 60 or 70 percent and he it was a double and i'd done it obviously and instantly my throat closed up i felt like i couldn't breathe it was on fire and that fucked me royally. That that was the making me have to pull the car. My, like my lovely fiance Hazel drove and everything. Uh, make made me make her pull over three times. I think on the ten to fifteen minute drive home, so I could throw up and then nice. be very sick when I got home in the toilet. Which is a, uh, it's not very me. I'm a very, I I enjoy a drink. You know, I'll get to a point. I'll I'll, I'll but I'll never get to the point of throwing up and not knowing what's going on. And that's what happened on my thirtieth birthday. Wow, that sounds like quite the celebration. Now, if anyone follows Kieran on his social media at KieranRH93 and you listen regular, regularly to the Bread Club, I must say the cake that your wonderful fiance has made just was getting amazing. Out of my phone. You did not tell me last week what that the person that possibly ruined the cake surprise was your very own mum. Did I not say that? You um, didn't. Like she, uh, so my mum was like, oh, what about the cake or something like that? She just basically said that, you know, Kieran's getting a cake. And I mean, I don't feel like that ruined anything. It, it's just a, it's like I, I was having a party. So parties come with cake. Um, and my mum didn't say what cake it was or anything like that. Um, I had my suspicions, um, but I didn't know it was a new Japan ring. And I didn't know it was going to have cats cake. Someone responded, cake Siori Shibata sat in the ring. Is um, that, it uh, blew my fucking that allowed mind. in your world to, to 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 sully his name pun pun it up? Uh, I mean, I bit his head off uh, at some point, so very uh, unrealistic. No one will ever <laughs> off the head, of but okay. Um, there's definitely video footage out there. One of my friends that I need to get off. Um, but he was made out of icing totally, so he he tasted quite good. Shibata tastes nice. good. I can confirm. 
I do. I'm gonna put. I gotta put Excuse over me. your wonderful fiance, Hazel. She reached out to me like two weeks ago, right after we did or before we did the last episode of Bread Club, uh, and she told me her idea for your birthday surprise, and I was first flattered that she wanted a video from me because I'm just some schmuck that you do a podcast. With. <laughs> but secondly, she had told me her idea, and I instantly was like, "If you need help, I am here to help you for Kieran." And uh, and she sent me the list, and uh, I have no problem being extra annoying. Especially when it's for somebody else. The idea was was great, and and if you don't follow Kieran on social media, his fiance reached out to all his favorite uh, New Japan professional wrestlers, and she asked them for a happy birthday video. And I was glad to help and annoy the shit out of uh, many people whose response was, "I'm already talking to Hazel," and I was like, hey, <laughs> "I just offered because uh, because this is a big deal." And then we got. We got lucky with Kenny Omega, so that was huge, man. Kenny fucking Omega. Like, when the video started, you know, I'm like, there's going to be an Alex Coglin in here, probably, you know, there might be a clock. There'll be a Gabriel Kid. Like, I know who follows, who's met Hazel and who follows Hazel, and Hazel talks with herself because she's also a wrestling fan, and she's met these guys with me over the years. Um, but, yeah, like, <laughs> Great O'Khan popped up, and he's clearly just had a match, and he's still in, like, his little trunks. And he's still got the teeth in and he's like fully great Okan. And when that popped up, I was cracking up. Because you've got to think, yeah, out of everyone, all my friends and family, there's probably three or four people that know, give a fuck about modern day professional wrestling. Out of those three or four people that were at my party, there's probably one or two of them that knew lots of those guys. All right. So the large chunk of people at my party, friends and family, A, do not give a fuck about professional wrestling. And a B, wondering why the fuck there's this guy standing in his underwear, wishing me happy birthday in a Japanese accent with vampire teeth in and looks very intimidating. Uh, so that one, that one I, I absolutely loved. And uh, I've not posted it on, on uh, social media, but also Yuya Uramura sent one in. Oh, and really? I, I fucking love Yuya. I've always said this. Like out of, you know, the four young lions, your, your Narita, your Shota, uh, Suji and Yuya. Yuya is my boy. I love that guy. And he was on the Jericho cruise when he sent it. Oh, that's awesome. Like, it's very obvious he's on the cruise. Then he's like, oh, I'm sending this from the cruise and everything. And like, bless his little heart. Because obviously his English isn't going to be the best. Um, he really pulled it off. And then the, the big reveal at the end was, of course, Kenny Omega, Um, you know, saying he was uh, happy to meet me in Japan and all that stuff. Um, but the thing everyone did say, even the people that didn't know wrestling, was just how much every, all the messages weren't just a quick little, happy birthday, Kieran, close the phone. It was happy birthday, Kieran. Thanks for doing this. I remember when you done this. We appreciate you doing this. It really meant a lot, you know. Um, yeah, I can't thank Hazel enough, my fiance, for doing that, and especially you, because you know, I expect once it, and like you know, guys like Alex Coglin, I chat to them often, but fucking Kenny Omega, that's 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 fucking wild, man. It would look, it was a shot and man, all the credit in the world to Kenny Omega. I I preface every message I sent was I'm reaching out on behalf of Kieran and I included your handle. Because that's what people know you as. Yep. And I said, I'm reaching out on behalf of his fiance. It's his 30th birthday on the 11th, and she wants to do something special. I offer to help because I've been in this community a little longer than her. So if you are interested, just let me know and I will send you her email. And that's it. And within like 20 minutes of sending that, Kenny Omega was like, absolutely. Fuck it. I will, hey, I'll send cool. you the screenshot I sent to Hazel. Uh, when we're done with this, yeah, no, I couldn't believe it. I was like, twenty minutes as well. Fucking, fucking what, over what the guy. moon. 
<laughs> but yeah, like um, Speedball sent one. Um, Michael Oku, of course, UK independent, and he's killing it in America. He had a really funny one. Um, Hayes had to cut some of them down. Like Michael Oku's went like over two minutes and stuff. Nice. He basically cut an entire pro, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but he's like in it as well. He's like, oh, you can find, you can now challenge for the GHC heavyweight title because obviously they just had like Muto win it and Fujita win it and all these old fucks win it. And he's like, well, you're an old fuck now, so you can finally challenge for that title. Um, no, I, I can't believe it. All the people, it, it, it was really special. And I was really hoping, I'm not going to lie to you, that once I secured Kenny Omega and I had a hand in the Jeff Cobb one. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't on tour with them. And, no, uh, yeah. and I just was just going through who's in New Japan. I was really hoping she wouldn't ask me for a video. Um, I cannot tell you how many videos I actually recorded before I just sent a video, Kieran. <laughs> I had, when I started recording the video, my hair was wet because I, I had just gotten out of the shower. And by the time the video got sent to you, my hair was dry and disheveled because I was <laughs> disheveled and annoyed. Um, no, it was awesome. That was that was like I was because obviously I had the party. I didn't really have much to open presents or cards wise Saturday morning because everyone was seeing me Saturday night. Right. Um, and that was one of my presents was the the video message from you and the wrestling guys and some of them didn't want to go on video, which I totally understand. They typed out messages and everything. So my basically my birthday present uh, on my morning was the video message from you and all the wrestling guys it, it was great i fucking it proper set the day off straight yeah if i if you had did a shot every time i said i hate myself while i because <laughs> i would record record and then i'd say something like, oh god you you of all people you do two we record this on a monday and then a few hours later you do shining wizards at wizards podcast like yeah, you of all like... people it should have been a piece of piss uh, no man there was pre- i knew i knew all about uh, Hazel was sharing all the videos with me and she was telling me everybody that had reached, she had reached out to and who she had been in contact with. And, and it was very exciting. Uh, and I knew I was going to be on a separate video feed mm-hmm. from the wrestlers, but still I was like, what do you, how do you, how do you not, how do you make an entertaining happy birthday video uh, in like 45 seconds and not sound like a complete fucking toolbox. <laughs> and I think I failed at both of no, those things. you didn't. Absolutely not, man. The I don't, was did Nelly make it into the video? I don't think so. Because there I was don't... a couple where she was like on the desk. I've and not... I was like, oh, we'll get Nelly in this. I've not really been home much. So I've not rewatched it yet. Um, It's on Hazel's mm-hmm. laptop. So I need you to know. do... I need to rewatch it. I'll report no, back. No, you're good. I'll, I'll, I'll trim out your bit and post it on Twitter so you can see. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> but, but it was, I was, I was super honored that she reached out to me. And then I was super happy that I could help, especially with the Kenny Omega. Cause we know uh, he was on the short list, him and Jay and uh, Shibata were on the short list. Yeah. I, Hazel said she, she tried her hardest for Shibata. Bless her. Um, I imagine that one's kind of dreaming. Uh, but you never. Know. I don't know, man. You, I reached you, know, you take a shot. You take a shot in the dark, like Kenny Omega, and you never know. That's it, man. I hit some of the the dojo boys up, and and Alex Coughlin didn't get back to me, but I was gonna see if he could get Shibata for you. Nah, that's I fine. Little, no, yeah. I was a little heartbroken. I wasn't I'm expecting. Fine. I wasn't expecting anything, and I got all all those guys sending messages like DKC, who I've never had any contact with. We follow each other on Twitter, but he even sent in a video message. Um, I think practically all the LA dojo boys that are still there like not Ren Narita but right. you know that's still very much associated with a dojo will send a message 
Yeah, I think she said somebody sent her a message and then extra messages. She's like, I didn't know who they were. I'm like, I think they were, I'm sure. Oh, it DK, yeah, it was DKC and Yuya. She was like, I'm not, I don't know who these guys are. Um, and Clark Connors, like, he never does anything by half, Clark Connors. Like, he's wearing a fantastic Hawaiian shirt. The video starts, he, like, pops off, I don't know, a bottle of whiskey or rum and he pours himself a little shot. And he's like, happy birthday, Kira, and pause it. And then he like does the shot and everything. He's like, let's get wild and everything. He's such a cool motherfucker. He is. And I'm very, I think I'm heartbroken. I don't think he's, I don't know if I'm in the position to put, put this out there in the breadcle, but I don't think he's doing the April shows in DC and Philly. Cause I was like, we're trying to organize it. Me and me and my friends are trying to organize like where we're going to stay the night, the Saturday night after the DC dc show yeah we try and work our way back towards philly and stay somewhere there but that was like well let me see where clark is staying maybe he will divulge this information for me and he said he thinks he'll be at the dojo that breaks my heart if he's not going to be on this tour yeah i mean i i don't how la is like i'm assuming that's the other side of the country right it is yeah so if he's at the dojo he's not there oh man that sucks but he also does have this huge match coming up at battle in the valley against Zack Sabre Jr., Zack Sabre Jr. Palace Open Challenge, and fucking I'm over the moon that Clark Connors responded uh, because that Battle in the Valley card is unbelievably stacked. I've, I think I'm more excited for that show than I was for New Beginning. Really? Yeah. I think on paper, it's got all the potential in the world. They, they, they're going guns blazing for this show on the back of, you know, they're, they're revamping strong. They've revamped strong. This is their first part of the revamp. Um, you know, apparently, I think Dave Meltzer even reported that they've got the Japanese crew going over to do the video and stuff. So hopefully we don't have the usual shitty US quality, you know, video feed lighting and all that stuff. If we get a full Japanese presentation of this show, it's going to be one to remember. I think I'm very excited for it. that's this, this Saturday, right? The Saturday, yeah, Saturday the 18th. Um, and it's on, it's in America. You don't have to get up. It's sh- some stupid fucking time. No, it's great. It's fantastic. I am very excited about actually being able to watch it at a reasonable hour. I mean, I will not be getting up. I'll get up and watch it Sunday morning. I, I won't wake up for it, but I'll, you know, le- put the phone to the side, switch it on, and enjoy it spoiler free. Yes, that's that's a big that's a big ta- that's a big challenge to to avoid the spoilers. Especially someone like me who's fucking addicted to Twitter. <laughs> gotta get gotta get them sweet sweet likes. Right. Well, yeah, you're also you know you are a part of the the community, and you know you you have a. It's not like you are. I was just, sorry, I've just remembered. So on the video messages as well, Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton gonna, done a joint one. Nice. And like they're fucking like Laurel and Hardy, them two. Like Chris Charlton starts the video and it's like, oh hey Kieran, one and Kevin Kelly's like, this is for Kieran? Like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Why'd you drag me out of that meeting? And everything. And then they're like, Oh yeah, I wanted, you know, we wanted to wish him happy birthday, say thank you for everything he does for New Japan, you know, and or being big such a supporter. And Kevin's like, no, seriously, Kira, thank you so much for all your work, having me on podcasts and interviews and promoting New Japan, uh, and for getting all those strikes. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Kelly is brilliant, and um, you know, I've reached out to everyone. I think I hope to say thank you for the, the messages as well, uh, because none, none of them had to do it, and they all lo- lots of them fucking did. Yeah, it's fantastic. Kevin Kelly joins the Shining Wizards tonight. Really? Yes. God. Damn. Yes, we will. Uh, it'll it um it'll be more to promote his promotion mm-hmm. here in the states. Ah, uh, yes, yes. You mentioned before, yeah. Well, by the time preview turned into where where yeah we're recording this 
Monday the 13th of February. This will hopefully air on Fightful Overbooked on Monday, Tuesday the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. It's a good present. Uh, and by that time, that interview with Kevin Kelly will already be up on At Wizards Podcast. Uh, so that's one. That's my morning. Well, I say my morning commute to work sorted, but that's my commute to and from work sorted for like the rest of the week. You guys go long. Yeah, we're, we're trying to cut it down to like two hours, but you know, sometimes you you got to ask Mae Valentine when the, when the last time was that she shit her pants. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she's, she's on the cover of Playboy. Those are the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming you know, that's the one. I don't know who she is. I saw your tweets about it, obviously. So she works... Uh, she's in the NWA. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Did you that's... see the Alex Variety the Alex suicide dive? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I know we're a, a New Japan Shit. podcast. I don't know why I bought the pay-per-view. It was... <sighs> The main event was a tro Ty Tyrus. This is we're going to talk about it at nauseum on the Wizards podcast tonight. So I'm not. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Doesn't make it. My brain can't. All I see is anything that pops up on social media. I am not in the know of NWA. I saw that clip of Alex Riley trying to jump over the top corner and just fucking clipping it in midair, um, and burst out laughing. And saw that Bully Ray showed up at the end, which kind of tells you all you need to know, I guess. Yeah, it's fucking 2023, and Tyrus and Bully Ray is your feud for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Meanwhile, people are clueless about uh, how amazing Okada is, and the and and Okada Tanahashi this weekend, and Okada Shingo from the New Beginning show, and he's they're showing up in Noah. We have so much to talk about, Kieran. So fucking much. We've got three big New Japan shows. The two in Sapporo. We got the new beginning on Osaka, Battle in the Valley preview. The New Japan Cup brackets just got announced. Kota Ibushi is a fucking free agent. Uh, we we didn't discuss that in the last episode, did we? No, did we didn't. We? Was he a free agent then? No, because no. it was. It was like the end. It was January thirty first, like midnight. Yeah, and then at one minute past midnight, GCW were like, "We got Ibushi, motherfuckers," and we have a guest. We do have a guest. I'm going to assume he's here. I can't see, so... <laughs> you can't see? Oh, you don't I get mean, to see I, on the bottom? I, no, I don't get a little preview. That's, that's, that's oh, host, man, okay. Host privilege. That's the, well, that's the professionals only. Uh, I got to get you in. I got to give you access to that. He's part of Team <laughs> Filthy. He's part of the West Coast Wrecking Crew. He's looking... You're looking diesel, bro. Royce <laughs> Isaacs has joined us. Dude. Hey, I just had to hit a quick set of arms before. I was actually going to be here at 1040, and I was like, yo, I need like a minute or two to get a quick pump before I get on the stream. You look great, man. <laughs> Thanks, okay. man. I've been, I've been working hard. And honestly, I like pigged out for the Super Bowl yesterday, so like I'm looking real full. If I took the shirt off, you'd be like, wow, the belly is very swole as well. You can, what, always, uh... you can always do the night-o and just wrestle with your shirt on when you can't be bothered. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna eventually move to that. I'm looking forward to my maybe like a shirt and then like a long sleeve and like a thermal and like a parka or something. <laughs> what was on the Super Bowl menu yesterday? Oh boy. Um my girlfriend made uh pigs in a blanket, which were phenomenal, and then I made us uh like like homemade nachos, but with like a Dorito base rather than a, like a typical tortilla base. And then uh my girlfriend makes this really good, um, it's like a double cream pumpkin pie. It was delicious, and I like pigged out. I, it's it's yeah, it was real good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Kieran, you well, don't do the soup. Did you do this? You don't. Do I, I don't fucking care about the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. I woke up and my social media was full of it, and 
Yeah, I, I don't have the first clue about this either. But what I do have a clue about is the fact that me and Royce are coincidentally both wearing Masawa shirts. Oh, that's what's Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Um, but this week, I got... Uh, well, actually, first off, Royce, I know you just had a birthday, didn't you, man? Happy fucking I, birthday. I, I, thank you, brother. I just had one myself. That's what we was talking about. I'm still a bit hungover from Saturday, I've got to admit. Do you, uh, do hey, you happy guys, birthday, do you want, man. Happy birthday. Do you guys want me to leave? You're wearing Masawa shirts. You both have birthdays. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I don't... Come on, join out in, bro. I didn't get the memo. I can't do anything about being born in November, and I I didn't know about the Masawa shirts. <laughs> we just, didn't coordinate. This just happened. Nah, we just we're it. just we're just on that same wavelength. Uh, but just before <laughs> you joined, I was telling Matt how I think I'm more excited for Battle in the Valley on paper than I was the New Beginning, which just took place this past weekend. Because the card is stacked for and through. You know, New Japan have just changed their system up for strong. They're going to this pay per view format. And they've gone guns blazing on this one. And such a big part of that is the fact that West Coast Wrecking Crew finally get in their deserved time in the spotlight. It couldn't be against a better team in Motor City Machine Guns. You and Jerome Nelson, of course, West Coast Wrecking Crew, you're challenging for the strong openweight tag team championships. How are you feeling going into the match, man? I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I've really prepped hard. Like I've been I always uh take my preparation really seriously from uh, you know, workouts to tape study, even just like little like visualization, which I like, I can't meditate. So like visualization as like a sports guy is like the closest I can really get to something like that. Um, I feel good. I feel as confident as I can in terms of like, I feel like the more that I prep and the more that I get myself ready, um, the less nervous I am for things. However, this is definitely, I would say a high pressure situation. I agree. The card is very stacked and it, Kept, kept getting more and more stacked over even the last few weeks. Um, you know, Motor City is a legendary team. That also is a big factor. But, like, I think with Strong changing its format, obviously Team Filthy wants to continue to be part of Strong, and we've been, a, I think, the backbone of Strong personally. Yeah. Um, however, with things changing, like, nothing is certain. Nothing is for sure moving forward. So it's like um, – I do consider it like a must win type of thing. Like I do think there's a lot of pressure, uh, I think on everyone on the card really, but especially uh, us in our match, because we have been so, um, I think we've really held it down for strong, but it's like anything could change tomorrow. So we have to put forth our best effort. Uh, I think we've had a really good year so far and a really good last year, but like at the end of the day, you're only as good as your last match. So Saturday is going to be the biggest match of our career by far. Waiting for you, Matt. Oh, I'm you sorry. go, I go, you go, I go. That's <laughs> how you should. That's how you should do it, brother. I don't. I didn't want to step all over you, <laughs> all over you guys. Uh, you know, with this, this, this new tag team of Royce and Kieran, um, the West Coast Wrecking Crew and Team Filthy, like you mentioned, a huge staple for New Japan Strong. Um, and you had the opportunity to go over to Japan during the G1 with uh, Filthy Tom. Two questions. How was the experience? And were you surprised at how much people loved his entrance music? Because <laughs> uh, his entrance music is awesome. So uh, it was the best. It was the best experience. I uh, I really want to go back. I love everything from the actual wrestling and uh, the matches themselves to just exploring Japan and um, having some really, really amazing life experiences over there. Um, yeah, it was definitely like I know the cliches as dream come true, but like it's hard to characterize it any other way. Um, 
the entrance music though actually was the least surprising thing that that got over because like <laughs> the first the first time i heard that i was like oh this is like songs like a banger and then as soon as it was on itunes or uh, on uh, spotify it was added to the workout playlist like i listened to it in my free time like it's a good song that song, really good song slaps yeah absolutely were you uh were you surprised they didn't use you guys for the the tag league? Because I felt like the I was fucking disappointed, man. I, yeah, I was gunning for West Coast Wrecking Crew, no. and then bringing in you know people for the the G one and stuff. It, it seemed like a perfect fit to showcase the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Um, I was disappointed. I was very disappointed. I thought that. We absolutely should have been there. I think that would have been a great place to showcase us. At the end of the day, um, I can't like have sour grapes or be like, oh, I was mad about, like I was disappointed and I think we absolutely should have been there and deserved that. Uh, I think that we would have done great there. And um, at the end of the day, I'd rather not like, I guess, uh, sound bitter or complain. I would rather just use it as that much more motivation that like there can't be any more tag leagues where we're not part of it. So we have, that just means we have to work that much harder and prove ourselves and just make ourselves undeniable where it's like, okay, well it would be absolutely egregious not to include them next year or whatever, rather than like, I guess being reactive to the situation, using it as like motivation for next year. But yeah, like it was honestly, it was a huge punch to the gut and uh, I was incredibly disappointed uh, because I thought we should be there. You hit on the, the nail on the head as well. What I think about Team Filthy is you guys really have been the backbone. If everything's come out of New Japan strong, Team Filthy is definitely the biggest part to come out of that. I can, there's no issue with all of you getting on a plane to Japan and you would fit in instantly with New Japan's faction system. Uh, you know, you've got the heavyweight tag boys, you two. Uh, Tom Lawler's obviously in the G1. JR Kratos is one of the most underrated big men going. He's in the, the stuff he can do is insane. Um, do you like? With the changes and with strongness coming up now, do you feel that benefits you guys or hinders you? Because you know, I obviously I know you would do tapings and such, but as a fan, I feel like it can't be very fun to work for New Japan and wrestle once a month. <laughs> um, I think at the end of the day, the pay per view format will obviously lead to some changes, um, and I think that everyone that was already on strong obviously should feel um, pressure in some way because when it's not just like um, a taping format and like, obviously there's going to be a lot of uh, new Japan proper talent on all the, on these pay-per-views uh, to, to move numbers and to, to push the brand and everything like that. So it's like, you are definitely competing against a very, like there's going to be a lot of people competing for less and less spots. Um, so I think everyone should probably feel some pressure to work harder and to, uh, you know, like I said, try to be like undeniable where you have to be on these cards. I think, um, I'm sorry, what was the actual original question? Like the actual, uh, what you asked a, for? That's a, that's a good question, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think, that, yeah, with the changes, do you think it benefits you or does it, does it hinder uh, you? Um, I don't know about a benefit or a hinder. I think that it definitely makes it so that we have to really work hard and make sure that, uh, Make sure that we are like something that, okay, we can't have a New Japan Strong show without Team Filthy, without the West Coast Wrecking Crew, without Tom Lawler, J.R. Kratos. I think um, rather than, it's hard to think of it from like a benefit or hinder thing, but I certainly think, um, I think Strong cards are going to be 
very deep. And I think it's going to be really tough to be, it's not just like, oh yeah, you're definitely on. Like you have to really work your ass off and be uh, one of these top guys. But like, I, I believe in myself and Jarrell. I believe in, I believe in team filthy. Like I, there's no doubt that I believe in us. And I think that we are absolutely the backbone of strong. I don't think, I don't think that should just all of a sudden be thrown out and changed. So I think it's like one of those things. It's a change and we'll adapt and we'll live regardless. But like team filthy is team filthy. Yeah. You, you, you come for the Okada and the Tanahashi. You stay for the West coast wrecking crew, the stories <laughs> that you guys have built. You know what I mean? Like, I would tune into strong because there might be a bigger star, a bigger name, a bigger match, like a Kent or in the new Japan cup, USA, whatever. But then, yeah, you guys were building that story long-term Tom Lawler is the, uh, the, the strong open weight champion. And then you getting that payoff by getting to do that G1 tour. Uh, Cause I know obviously you've already spoken about, it, but for me, that was a big highlight of the tour was you two cutting really emotional backstage promos. Like, you know, there's no bullshit in that stuff. Um, yeah. But then to go complete opposite way, how did you guys come up with the fucking muscle bicep? I'm going to chew on the bicep thing. Cause that, that, that tickles me, man. Uh, yeah. How did that? Um, holy crap. That's a really good question. I think, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like obviously, so we've been doing the posing and I wanted to make it a little bit different than just what Jarrell and I do. And I don't, was it my idea? I feel like, I'm going to defer to it being Filthy Tom's take, idea. Take, oh, I was going to say, you should just take the credit. But you're actually right. It was my idea. If yeah, Tom, had no, Tom was like, no, it'll never get over. It's a terrible idea. And I had to like fight him tooth and nail. We almost <laughs> got into it backstage. Um, but no, I actually need to bring that back. That was always fun, taking a little bite out of Tom. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you ever look at Tom and be like, bro, how do you wrestle in those fucking Daisy Dukes? Uh, I look at Tom and I'm in wonder a lot often, honestly. He's uh, quite the he's quite the man. Tom's a wild dude. But yeah, those Daisy Dukes, timeless. Um, um, and then the and then the matches where he's got another pair on? Yeah. How they look like they're tattooed onto him and then he takes them off and there's another pair <laughs> on. He's layered. I, my favorite is when he takes him off and then he gets a one more time chant. So I'm waiting for Tom to <laughs> <laughs> really expose himself. <laughs> uh, we got to make that happen. Matt, you're, you're at the shows in Philadelphia and Washington. You've got, you got to get that chant going. Oh, 100. You know I will. A couple of Jack and Cokes and I'm yelling and screaming like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. We're on the line with Royce Isaacs at Royce Isaacs on Twitter and Instagram. Um, part of the West Coast Wrecking Crew with Jarrell Nelson and, of course, Team Filthy with Tom Lawler. I think you guys are in a great position uh, and, and me and Kieran will sing your praises, not because you're on the show, but we've talked highly of the West coast wrecking crew for the last several months with everything that happened with the pandemic. Like this seems like the perfect time for new Japan to bring in a team like yourself and Jarrell, because we need some fresh blood and you could throw time. I would not be against Suzuki Despi and, um, Oh, Narita uh, and Ren Narita against, uh, team filthy for those six man uh, never op never open weight titles. I know you guys are going to keep grinding, but I think like this is the perfect opportunity for you guys to really open up a lot of people's eyes who aren't familiar with the New Japan product. Yeah, no, I agree. I like. I think Team Filthy is a natural fit over there. I think that I agree that would be a great match of Despi uh, Suzuki and Ren. Like that's we want 
IWGP gold. That's like obviously a big long-term goal. I think obviously first we have to uh, get back over there. I don't know when that'll be happening, but that's like, these are like 2023 goals for me. And I think they're, they are achievable. They are possible. We'll see how things shake out. But like my biggest thing is, I'm sure I sound like a broken record, but just like work my ass off as hard as I can, put myself in the best position that I can. And like at the end of the day, chips will fall where they may. Uh, but like th- those are the goals. You're you're hitting the nail on the head. That's where we want to be. I mean, we are bread club, new Japan focused, obviously, but I can't not talk about the fact that a WrestleMania weekend at Prestige, it's just <laughs> yes. been announced that the three of you, Jarrell, yourself and Tom, are teaming up to not only take on time splitters, Kushta and Alex Shelley, but they're teaming up with Ultimo fucking Dragon as well, man. <laughs> How, when you get that that text, that WhatsApp, that call, whatever, that says, oh, hey, Royce, you're going to be taking on Ultimo Dragon, man. How did you react? So, I got a call. Actually, Jarrell found out first out of all of us. And he was like, I'm going to send you something. And just, I need you to be on the line and, like, react to me. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, cool, whatever. See, picture message comes through. And it was actually, uh, <laughs> the promoter made the graphic already. And I was like, I saw uh, Time Splitters and I went, oh, hell yeah. And then like I stopped because I realized Ultimo's also on there. And I was like, wait, what? And I just like stuttered for like the next probably 10 seconds before I was like, oh. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay. Um... What a crazy, like, it still doesn't even seem like, like, oh, shit, like, this is, this is the match, like, hell yeah, it, uh, it seems like a, like a fever dream or whatever, but I'm, I can't wait, uh, I think that match is gonna be sick, I'm really, really happy that, uh, Jarrell and Tom and I have been able to kind of take the Team Philly six-man on the road, we did a match at, um, uh, West Coast Pro in January all together, and then we have one coming up next month, uh, in, uh, St. Louis as well. Uh, or sorry, uh, Kansas City, excuse me, and um, and then doing this one in Prestige uh, with with Ultimo is going to be the biggest one uh, uh, thus far. I'm I'm very excited. I think that us three specifically work together really, really well, and I think we really represent that Team Filthy brand uh, that has become beloved over New Japan Strong. So I'm excited to take it on the road, and I'm excited to do some more more matches, more six mans with Tom and Relly. Hopefully, that's the first of many over that Mania weekend. Absolutely. Are, are you, uh, you, you have that holy shit moment with, you know, you're wrestling Ultimo Dragon, but also in 2022, like you got to work with Taka Michinoku. You worked with Minoru Suzuki. Like it's 2022, 2023, and you're wrestling like all these legends. Is the fan in you ever like just blown away by that fact that you're getting to work with, with these guys? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I, uh, I mean, pretty much all my like heroes growing up or like, people that I was really looking up to when I got into the business, I've been able to work with like a vast majority of them uh, here and there. And it's 
I don't know. My my career has been a really interesting and I would say kind of strange one and unique one, but I wouldn't change it for anything because I've gotten some really cool opportunities and some really interesting, uh, uh, yeah, really interesting matches and crazy memories. And so this is uh, this is a huge one, and uh, I can't wait for. I think Mania Week is going to be really uh, really special. It's, it's gotten so much bigger and larger over the years. I, I want to go back to the, the Battle End Valley match, of course, because that's the main reason you're here. Um, you you and Joel have done this amazing video package promo ahead of the match, you know, saying that you were, you know, when nobody, when there was no crowd, you were still at strong. You guys, you know, it, we've said it for the 10th time here, Team Feel Free really were the backbone. And it's so awesome that now you are getting a spotlight on such a big show. Um, do you feel like this is kind of not redemption, but this is the payoff for all that hard work, all those matches in front of nobody and that, that must be the most difficult thing in the world to now not only be challenging for the tag titles against the team i might see machine guns but to be doing it in a sold out crowd in california on a crowd on, on a show that has so many big stars like you know mercedes monet's first match there's going to be probably more eyes than on youtube than ever before um yes i hmm. i have a hard time I guess just saying like it's the payoff because um, if if you I mean, win, it will be a bit right. of a payoff. <laughs> yes. So I did, right. I one I don't want to count my my chickens before they're hatched, and I also don't want to get so caught up in being like this is such a great moment for us that we you know like lose focus and then we have a bad outcome. Um, because just as much as a win could be validation, a loss could be like oh we're you know, kind of out of a job or out of a spot. So I do think um, I wouldn't have it any other way because me and Jarrell have had these high pressure situations uh, slowly building and slowly building. And I've had uh, some high pressure situations under bright lights and I think I shine best. I'm a gamer and I like gamer is in when it's a big game, I, I up my, my level. And so I'm, I'm ready for the pressure. I'm ready. I welcome it. I'm sure that crowd's going to be rocking and um it's the biggest match of my career for sure. And I love that it's going down the way that it is in terms of it's in California. It's going to be in front of a sold out crowd. It's going to be on a card that is like stacked top to bottom. Just like that card is beefy. So I think it's really a good situation. Um, but it's certainly like, it's like um, it's extremely high pressure. So, you know, it's like got to deal with the nerves and got to perform as best as I can. Uh, I'm going to quickly jump in here because I'll let Matt ask whatever he wants to ask and wrap things up. Um, but as well, I saw you uh, you got a Ribera Steakhouse jacket. Is that is that living in the closet? Is that saying pristine or is that getting is that getting the airtime it deserves? So the, t- the tough thing is I, I love that thing so much. That's one of my <laughs> absolute prized possessions. But it's like so prized that like how can I wear it like anywhere if I could get mm-hmm. it dirty or scratch yeah. it up? I like so... Uh, I I haven't not worn it, but it's very, very rare. It's like hard to find an appropriate time because like most, especially living in Southern California where it's gorgeous most days, if it's like, if I, if it's weather where I need a jacket, I'm like, damn, do I really want to wear the Ribera jacket? And then it's getting, you know, crazy rain on it or whatever. Or like, I'm, you know, I, it's a, that's the tough thing with having something that you care that much about yeah. is you don't really know how to, you know, properly honor it i guess but no it has it has actually been worn outside of just like at, at the steakhouse like i it is absolutely one of my prized possessions and one of the coolest things uh in my career that i i got to earn that 
Well, I tell you, Valentine's Day tomorrow, the girlfriend comes <laughs> home from work. Justin <laughs> Rivera Steakhouse jacket. Yeah, yeah, the the Everybody Royce wins. Steakhouse. Yeah, you're not wrong. That might be that might be the move. <laughs> one one rose in my my teeth, and then just the Rivera Steakhouse jacket on. Big smile on her face. It's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, You've teamed with the Bullet Club in the past. Now, we all saw what happened, uh, and me and me and Kieran are very distraught about it, with Jay White. Would you offer Jay White a place to stay since he's no longer welcome in Japan? I mean, yeah, if he wants to – I mean, I got a couch. Like, you know, I live in a one-bedroom, brother. Los Angeles is expensive. So if uh, <laughs> Jay wants, like, a couch or a weight bench, hey, anytime, brother. I appreciate the, the good times and the, the teams. So, uh, yeah, my uh, – my couch is your couch, Jay. Oh, it's beautiful, I, Jay. I lied, Max. Sorry, I've got, one, I've got one more question. Yes, there's there's a certain in double double main event. Uh, Kyrie Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet doesn't have a faction. Like, could 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 Team Filthy do with that women's representation? Is, is there gonna be uh, advances, invitations made to Mercedes to join Team Filthy? You know, like, can you imagine her and Tom Lawler walking down that ramp, to, clapping along to the banging theme song? Yeah, I mean, maybe I could get some blue hair with the orange hole in it or whatever. Yeah, Rivera Steakhouse jacket. Yeah, you know, and like Monet, money, what is really filthier than rolled up cash and, and whatnot? So maybe... Yeah, Matt, uh, Matt's made in heaven. May, yeah, maybe that's what's up. I'm here for that. Last time I talked to you, Royce, you were on the Shining Wizards podcast and we talked about your true yeah. crime podcast. Is that, Are you still doing the true crime podcast? <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, the one person that remembers that. I'm glad. Uh, so we, myself and Maureen from at the time we were both at NWA recorded like a, an episode or two and then they never dropped it and like kept making excuses and then everything went down where I asked for my release. I don't think like, I don't know, uh, Maureen uh, and I are still friends. Uh, like we're still uh, true crime homies and everything. I just don't think like, I think there's like a, a lot of podcasts out there and like people do like, there's enough coverage there's, especially in the true crime area. Like, I don't think I'll ever step back into like, I don't know. There's always a part of me that like, that, that's like, it'd be really cool to, to podcast and whatever and, and share my voice. And what, but I think there's like a lot out there. Uh, this one's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, <laughs> saying there should be less or something, but I just do, I do think like the space is kind of covered and I don't want to just be another guy. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's like, I like the amount of me that people get and uh, hopefully they can enjoy me and make those connections and whatever. But I do also kind of like having a little bit of my privacy and uh, being my own person and, and doing my own stuff outside of, uh, wrestling and not just always having this access to me. Um, and I think kind of as humans, we're not always meant to like see every single moment and every single thought of a person's day because we're humans and we think and say a lot of things that maybe conflict with our own thoughts and our own views sometimes. And like, I don't know, I just don't ever see myself wanting to necessarily be like a voice that people listen to in the podcast world. I think if you like my wrestling, you like my wrestling. If you want to follow my stupid quotes and pictures and whatever on social media, that's great. But like, I think that's like a healthy amount of Royce Isaacs for the world. If that makes sense. I, don't yeah, know. I, I get it. People who are like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, uh, what are you going to start a podcast on? They're like, yeah. wrestling. I'm like, uh, it's kind of like I'm in the food truck industry. Right. So it's like, you want to, start uh, how are you going to like, are you just going to be another burger truck? Or are you going to do something where you 
stick out. So it makes sense. Like, yeah, checks out. I get it. Uh, after Saturday, right? You guys, maybe you have a couple drinks. You're the champions. Are you at the curtain watching any matches, or is there one particular match you're super excited for? Um, I definitely am interested to see. Uh, I think it's it's right after us, but uh, I want to see Jay's match just to see how everything plays out with that. And I think obviously him and Eddie are absolutely top tier. Obviously, um, but I don't. I it would be hard for me to like pick one match because it's like they're all the whole card's great. I'm gonna be watching, catching as much as I can. Um, and I'll definitely catch probably the full replay as soon as that. As soon as that's up as well, because that's that's like honestly, I w- I thought like a month ago, I was like, oh, this is like a really good, really stacked card, and then matches just kept getting added and added, and it's like, oh, oh no, like this is this is a crazy card. So I'm I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, we are too. And look, I'm not blowing smoke, low key. Um, I think you got. I think you guys are up there for match of the night. Like I know it hasn't happened. I'm not looking to add any pressure, but. I mean, I'm familiar with 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 the the West Coast Wrecking Crew, and if you're familiar with the Motor, Motor City Machine Guns, you know what you're getting. And I think a lot of people are going to be introduced to you guys. And when you guys raise those strong titles at the end of the night, me and Kieran are going to be going crazy. Kieran, maybe Sunday. I'll be morning. asleep. He's not- I'll be <laughs> on Sunday morning when I watch you because I'm not staying three, four, five a.m. That's I, 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 I'm I'm getting close to retirement now. I just hit thirty, so that's how it works. This motherfucker, um, thirty. But no, I, I agree with what Matt said. I think you guys are in a great position because people will be tuning in for those bigger stars. And yeah. you'll be the hidden gem, the dark horse, the one, you know what I mean? Like, that people will really fucking enjoy it because you look at Jay White, Eddie Kingston, they've got to deliver. Zack Sabre Jr., Clark Connors, they've got to put on something special. The main event. I'm not saying you guys don't have to put on something special, but you will put on something special. And those that aren't in the know, like Matt said, will pick up on that and appreciate it. And I fucking am pulling for you guys. I love my MC machine guns. One of the greatest to ever do it. But they've had their time in the spotlight. They've had their time to shine. I, I want to see these straps on YouTube. So fucking bad. Yeah, I uh, I know what we're capable of. And obviously, uh, I know what Motor City is capable of. And I think you guys are absolutely right. So I'm ready. Like, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm let's let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. West Coast Wrecking Crew, baby. Be sure to follow the Mile High Samurai Samurai. Uh, Royce Isaacs at Royce Isaacs on Twitter, Instagram, and, and you got it. It's on Fight TV. Yeah, order it. It's on the East Coast. It's ten o'clock. It's perfect. I get to get home from work. I clean up and make myself something to eat. Get a nice drink. Maybe get the champagne on ice for the the West Coast Wrecking Crew. I'm excited. I'm super jacked up, but I don't have to stay up till like six six o'clock in the morning to watch a wrestling show. It's fine. Oh, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it Sunday morning. I'll watch it spoiler free. It'll be like it's live <laughs> for me. Stay up with me, Kieran. We'll tweet to each other. It'll be fantastic. Oh, man, I'll probably still be hungover, man. Still hungover. <laughs> Two days after his birthday, he's still hungover. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's see. when you know you're in your 30s for sure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> I'm no. fucking 41 years old. I know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, I ate 16 White Castles last night and had about eight beers, and I'm feeling like a million bucks today. <laughs> uh thanks so much for doing this for us i really appreciate it we're like matt said we're not blind smoke we're big fans we followed the strong stuff you know we we do a fucking new japan show it'd be silly if we didn't um but fucking all the best for saturday man we're, we're, we're pulling for you and jarell big time i hey, appreciate you guys baby wrecking crew shit hell yeah let's, let's fucking do it. go
Royce Isaacs, everybody. Thank you, Royce. Enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck on Saturday. Oh, no. It's Big Kieran. Oh, no. Oh, now we're on opposite sides. This is weird. I mean, I can switch it. There we go. That's back to normal. Thanks, Royce. He, he was awesome. My first time speaking guest. to him. A previous guest of Wizards Podcast. But who hasn't been a guest on the Wizards Podcast at the end of the day? That's um, a great question, Kieran. I can't. I can't. I think the I list, can answer that. The list, is, the list of who hasn't been on there. This. I'm getting myself confused. The list of people who hasn't been on there is shorter than the list of people who have. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yes. That's, okay. a, that's a good let's, call. Let's, yeah. let's talk about what we do know, professional wrestling. Um, where do we, do we want? Do we do we want to backdate? Do we want to go? Well, Kota, we had the... Like the oldest news is Kota Ibushi. You want to go Kota Ibushi? Do we want to go Kota Ibushi or do we want to uh... dive into the shows? What, 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 what's what's going to be coming up on the screen? I'll go by whatever comes up on the screen. I mean, you want uh, to do Kota. We could do Kota. Kota Ibushi. Magic that. Look. Fucking... It happened right after we finished recording episode Literally. 15 of the Bread Club. A few hours uh, later, I think. Yeah, GCW, Brett and company were not wasting any time. Baller move, baller move. Rumors abound. Ibushi's contract will expire January 31st. Clock strikes midnight, February 1st. Uh, GCW, at literally one minute past midnight, Japanese time. Bosh, we've got Ibushi, motherfuckers. Uh, good fucking luck to him. All the best, you know. It sucks that it's ended the way it did, but he's done so much in New Japan. He's literally done everything as a junior, as a heavyweight. Uh, let's let's just have fucking wild and free Ibushi. Yeah, why not? I mean, if you follow him on social media, or he saw his fucking butt, him trying to. Right. He actually deleted. He actually deleted that. Did like he? I've never seen Kota Ibushi. Like I wonder why. Like why was that the one? He's done such. He's such an uh, a tremendous human being. Such a who fan, knows? Fan, like uh. But yeah, I mean, it's sad the way it ended. We're obviously New Japan fans. We wanted it to work out. I would have loved to see him. Um, but, you know, it didn't. And fucking, I'm still going to be following the man's career. How can you not? Yeah. And the beauty of it is, you know, nothing is ever set in stone, right? So he mm -hmm. could go away. He could go for two years and be just a maniac on the indies having all these amazing dream matches. I know it's him and Mike Bailey at GCW. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Bloodsport, and he's not got an opponent announced yet for, uh, I think he's Joey's a spring break, summer break, oh, whatever yeah. it's called. So Joey's got something crazy up his Yeah, yeah, they'll do. That he'll, he'll get, so Speedball will be a match, like, let's fucking go, and Joey Janela will be a, not against Joey Janela, but Joey Janela's show, it's going to be something from the, the other side of Ibushi, the creative mind yeah. of Ibushi, should we say. Yeah, it'll be like uh, Kota Ibushi against, like, Ken the Box or some you're a Shikara wrestler. Kurt Ibushi versus a fucking cat or something. And Nelly, Nelly, can, Nelly, can we get Nelly, Nelly? Can we get Nelly booked? Uh, can she? Is she gonna get a payday? She will get. It's a Bushi. She's gonna get a big payday, biggest payday of her career. It's uh, yeah. It'll be. It's it's exciting to see that he's gonna be. It's good for the wrestling community that he will be. Uh, back in the ring, and he's no spring chicken. He's forty years old, so no, exactly. I think lots of these guys they seem to hit their forties and just like Shingo is in his forties. Well, like there's a forties club, and it's like him, Ibushi. There's like a few other wrestlers that were all born the same year that were all incredible, and they're all Japanese wrestlers. Um, but yeah, uh, he he he'll still have a lot in the tank, and you know who knows where he'll end up. You you have to imagine he's going to pop up in AEW at some point. Uh, right, but, maybe. You know, he, it's a it's a bushi. He he might also just pop up at your house and put on a wrestling match. Yeah, he's you, gonna you, be everywhere. So you, you know he's gonna do the keep tour. your eyes peeled. You get to see a bushi uh, 
everywhere and watch it check it out enjoy uh, it uh, i was gonna say impact but that's like uh that's a new japan thing and that ain't happening yeah yeah that's a good point but no we're, we're very late to the ibushi party like matt said we finished recording a couple of hours later ibushi leaves bush um so yeah we're probably the, the last people still talking about ibushi but we are not the first people to even talk about the new shows either because you're you're, you're skipping Sapporo. Well, I don't. I didn't. I I was so I go through. I set this all up today, right? And I go, do I just put it as new beginning? I go, but then there was the shows in Sapporo, but there wasn't like there was like two matches from each card, maybe three that we're gonna talk That's about. Three, yeah. So I can I can easily just edit this while we're doing so, what. So yeah, I think there was three big matches each night. Three matches worth watching, talking about. What yep. was your match of the weekend from this, the new beginning in Sapporo, February fourth and fifth? I'll go first. I'll give you a second because I've got an easy answer. Uh, well, Catch two two versus two of just four guys. Fucking best junior tag match I've potentially maybe that I've seen as a new Japan fan. Like, and we had those glory days, especially as Western fans with Young Bucks. Rapongi Vice, Forever Hooligans, Red Dragon, uh, you know, Ricochet was teaming in there with Taguchi, I think. There's definitely Mighty Machine, got like all these crazy tag teams, but this one was it. This one blew me the fuck away. Yeah, that was, uh, I would say it was that. And then it was, for me, it was Osprey and Tai Chi. Uh, that was blind as well. United Empire, man. We, we fucking love them guys on this show. Um, Why, uh, what do you think the reasoning was for Naito and Umino to go almost half an hour? It was bad. Holy that, shit. Oh, like, I think uh, Uncle Meltzer gave it like a 2.75, maybe. And people were like, that's harsh. And I'm like, I don't know that it was harsh enough. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't great. It wasn't. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's anyone to blame as well. Like, some people were like, oh, Shota shouldn't be in this spot yet. Or they're rushing him and all this stuff. And I'm like. Well, yes and no. Like the thing is, though, people are kind of put putting the dagger in Shota. This is like you know he can't hang. This is See, it. I don't think that's. That, I don't think that's. He's just back. Era. He's back from excursion. He's young. Like this is the beginning for Shota. Like it sucked. It was an awful match. It's probably not going to happen again. No, you could have done this match in twelve minutes and it would have been fine. It was they're just every not, they 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 did not connect. There was nothing good about it. I can't. There's nothing. No, it was that, a, it was a couple of weeks ago now almost, but I can't. There's no positives I can bring to it to talk about this match. And you know, I, a big no, fan of I, show. I got to see him grow in the UK, and Naito's obviously fucking nice. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Look, some look. If you go back through the the WWF, like Austin Undertaker didn't ever really have great chemistry, and that's weird to say, right? Because mm -hmm. they're two of the best. Like they didn't have the chemistry. You try and put on a 30 minute match with these guys, like. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure for Umino to be in this main event spot with Naito. I think as well, he what Matt? What is Shota Umino's character? Tell me what Shota Umino's character he's is. He's the roughneck. I don't know what that means, but he's the roughneck. He, he he has no character, does he? He's coming out with John Moxley's jacket still, like it's a safety blanket, and he looks like a ringer for Tanahashi. Yeah. So what what is he? Is he he trying to be the next Tanahashi? Trying to be the John Moxley? What about being the first shot at Rumino? Like the, the 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 interaction with the kids and stuff is beautiful. Absolutely. Like you know, how could it not make you not not warm your heart? But the dude has zero character. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think he needs. I'd like to see him get back together with Moxley because I think Moxley can uh, yeah unearth that whatever he's trying like you know Moxley would I think. 
if if he's going to be doing the Strakia thing, there needs to be some payoff with Moxley. Otherwise, he needs to just start focusing on him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but as well, I, I so something interesting I saw. I can't remember where. Uh, someone said, "What if they're like Stardust geniusing him on purpose, going the Naito route?" Obviously, Naito was pure coincidence, happenstance. He kind of flopped, reinvented himself. What if they're now trying to redo that on purpose with Showroom, like, setting <sighs> him up to fail? With this cheesy gimmick, and then he'll do like you know he'll become the beloved shithead dickhead like Naito. Because as well, in the same way Naito is a wrestler because of Muto, Shotaro was a big fucking Naito fan. Like, and now you know. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, 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 it sounds very 4D chess, but it's New Japan. Well, I mean, it's pro wrestling too, so you can't put anything past past mm-hmm. the the wrestling industry in that aspect, but. Anything that happens naturally like that, like Naito's story, like you can't. Yeah, it's it's it has to be a natural progression because fans aren't stupid, and if they see the writing on the wall, the wall, and they don't like it, there's going to be insane pushback, and it's not going to go. And this poor kid's going to end up, you know, wrestling fucking Honma for the next three years. <laughs> um, but yeah, it wasn't good. But but between that, but you you mentioned it between the catch two two match and. The show and Naito match, the match you said was also a contender for your match of the weekend. Will Ospreay versus Tai Chi. They went hard, man. They oh my god, hard. I don't think Tai Chi gets enough. Like, man, I I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. He is good. I, I hope he. We we will probably touch on the New Japan Cup brackets, but this is a heavy show already, and the New Japan Cup's not for a month, so we'll dive deep on it on a future episode. But I hope he gets a good run in the cup. Yeah, so do I. I think I think him being. It's safe to say he's the leader of just four guys. Yeah, I mean they might be pulling the whole. There's no leader shtick, but he's the only heavyweight. He's the big boy. Yeah, he's the fa- he's the face. Yeah, you know whatever, whatever you want to say. So like this is, you know, look first match with Osprey. Osprey coming off of Wrestle Kingdom, like a great showing by Tai Chi. He hung in there with him, gave us a very competitive match. Uh, you can't be mad at Osprey winning. Osprey looked great too. It's an, it'll be interesting to see the direction they go with him. They they brutalized each other, man. Like you know, they it, it was very much obviously by design. They went the all Japan route, the King's Road route, so much so in the in the opening, you know, five ten minutes, I was like, oh, these guys aren't connecting very well. This isn't very good. And then by the time it finished, they they done it perfect. It was just a slow escalation, and it told a perfect story. It wasn't okay, you know, lots of matches, first five or ten minutes, there'll be a big big bump, there'll be something crazy, and then they'll bring it back down. And then this one, it was just a slow climb, and it it was perfect. They did a great job. Also, perfect Doki, man. Oh, man. Dude, this, was his, this is the best I've ever seen Doki. Fucking, he's so fucking good. He's been good for a long time. And if more people appreciate that because of this match, more power. But he, I thought he was going to win. I thought that I thought they had it, it all yeah. round tremendous. TJP selling the leg. Yep. That's that people should, if you're a wrestler, I would probably be watching that. I'd be taking notes. Like I'd put that in fucking classes. This is how you sell. Bravo to TJP. Francesco Akira is superb as always. Kanemaru was just the wily fucking veteran. Doki was just this this little fucking maniac. Um, how can you not love him? It was it was it was, you know, there's a there's a lot of people out there. They may be not not familiar with New Japan Pro Wrestling, or they watched it when the Young Bucks were there, and and what like fuck the Young Bucks. Catch two two about. I I'm. I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say this may have been what the best junior heavyweight tag team title match we've ever seen. That's what I mean. I, ca- I can't speak, you know, because I, I'm not going to go back and watch 
the junior tag division is never the most exciting in any promotion. So I'm not going back and watching old school matches, but certainly in my time of watching, I don't think there's been a better match than this. And the fact we haven't even brought up the crowd noise, of course, played such a big fucking part. The fact that crowds go wild, they were biting on everything as you love it of the Japanese audience because they get so invested. They're not thinking logically they're not thinking of course this team's gonna win or that team's gonna win they're just fucking invested in the moment um it was it's what made shota and naito kind of very bad in the fact that the crowd really couldn't get into it but it elevated osprey and taichi and it big time elevated catch 2-2 versus yeah. two of just four guys and they told an unbelievable story yeah no. the tgp that them working tjp's like is it was like, the whole I... tour as well the whole yeah. tour i think from the first night <laughs> Kanemaru backstage comments was like TJP, I'm coming for your leg. Get ready, and he and he worked it the whole tour, and it paid off in the match. Yeah, the February fourth card, I think, greater than the February fifth card. Um, yeah, Zack Saber and Tom, Big Tom was was so much in my brain. I was like, this doesn't make sense on paper, but man, they fucking delivered like nobody's beeswax. Right. Ishi pulling out the techers, fucking going for submissions, hitting. Hitting a code fucking red. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. It, it was awesome. Like, just keep this title on Zach for a fucking long time, please. Because you yeah, know and, you're going to get a banger. Yeah, and I like the time limit because they are they come out and it's a sprint, man. It's go, 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 go. It's fucking great. Oh, man. It, it, that that would be a contender for match of the weekend as well. I, I think that would probably be my second behind the junior tag match. Um, as well, you had Bishamon versus TMDK was... It's nothing that unfortunately anyone's going to remember long term, but in the moment on the night, it was pretty damn good. Yep. Uh, I, I hope we do see TMDK with the titles at some point, uh, but I don't think Bishamon should have had to suffer losing the titles straight away. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all for TMDK getting a title reign at some point. Uh, but fucking them two, Shane Hayes, Mike Nichols, Zach Sabre Jr. and the, the whole thing of Kushida, they're, they're a delight, TMDK. They're, yes. they're, they were a highlight of this entire tour. Uh, I might be... Uh... This might be sacrilege. I'm just. Don't let me down, Matt. What is it? Romo's not doing it for me, man. Oh, this match was awesome. This match was great. In part, in large part because of Yo. This was an all-time performance from Yo. Yeah, this is, we, we, you, you said it. This yes. do, do we get the Yo from the junior tag league that shows up or the boring Yo shit when he had the feud with Show? And we got the good Yo. He, he turned up. He put on an incredible match. Yeah, I'm just not. I don't know, man. I'm down on Hiromu. We've seen it so many times. Him as the IWG Junior Heavyweight Champion. I was really, and it might be my own doing. I was really invested in Master Wado. I really thought he was walking out of Wrestle Kingdom as the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. A fresh coat of paint for the division. You know, the last two, three years, it's been a revolving door of Hiromu and Despi and and Ishimori, and maybe you throw Robbie Eagles in there, but it hasn't been. I, I want something different, right? And I'm hoping, and I never thought I would say this, that Leo Rush can can. That's a, that's I just a, need something so different, nice. man. No, I agree. I'm 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 off very much off the Hiromu train, but he he does deliver in the ring. But yeah, he he needs a fresh coat of paint. And the thing is, he hasn't held a title for a good few years, but it doesn't feel that way because no. he won be, he won Super Junior uh, Best of the Super Juniors, like right, two years in a row, three years in a row, maybe three years. Jesus Christ, like. I'm pre- I think it's free. It was Despi. Yeah, Despi, yo, Despi. Um, th- that, that's that's too much. Um, you know. Like, we... And then, like, you know, you could, you could, like, 
Leo versus Yo, like tag good friends, better enemies, like just change it up, man. Yeah, I but at the same at the end of the day, we're saying this as fans that just want to see cool shit. You know, Hiromu is so fucking popular; he must move a million tickets, he must sell a million t-shirts and stuff. He's the most popular junior heavyweight in Japan. I don't think that's yeah. Uh, but would you be saying like okay, catch two two now? Like who's next? What's next for catch two two? Would you be mad if it was like Hiromu and Bushi? If they won the titles off of them, I would be mad. Yeah, I don't want um, them to win, but, but something like let's. Yeah, no, let's... I, I like we, we've said it again. We're, we're, we want Kachu two to keep this fucking reign going. I, I want to see a healthy reign from them. They're at, they're at defense four, and not many teams. I think the last time someone got to a V four was like 2018 or something. I saw. Um, they're they're they're, they're fucking doing bits. Um, and it's a good question. Who would be the next challenger to them now? I they've kind of done maybe Despy or Despy's got the six man titles. There's more probably a chaos team like Taguchi and someone. I don't know. Um, but yeah, long long live catch two two. Uh, is 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 Taguchi Umino a thing? Umino's a heavyweight, so that would be cheating. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm looking over the new beginning show in Osaka where it was LIJ against that team of Taguchi. I mean, Tiger Mask, you know, Umino. they've got the, the borders open up. I mean, yeah, you've got flying tigers, you've got Tiger Mask and Robbie. Uh, you know, they can bring back Chris Bay and Ace Austin. You know, you've got Clark Connors. There, there, there's there's no shortage of challengers if they want to make it. Um, ideally, we get that catch 2 2 Young Bucks match because we spoke to Francesco Akira on the Bread Club. He wants that match. I only want the match as long as catch 2 2 retain the title. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what the next. I don't know what the next chat the like the the junior division is a little harder to navigate through then yeah, there's less choice yeah and and now that Despy's a six man tag champion he's going to be occupied with that which is not a bad thing it's something different for him uh-huh yeah absolutely um that ha- obviously new beginning the final show in Osaka February what? 11th uh is where they won the titles um but the first match of note on that show uh was you know you just picked him up your boy master Watto. he lost to Taiji Shimori man i'm I'm bummed about it i i really we do on the shining wizards we pick we we pick every like big show pay-per-view whatever you want to call it all year right so we just started again so everyone had to pick this match and i think it was the only one that took master Watto because i really thought we're gonna ride the Watto wave the Watto wave i love it that's the name that should that should be a podcast name (laughs) oh look i turn i've turned i've turned on Watto. i hated him and now the build to Wrestle Kingdom and beyond. Like I'm rooting for the dude. You, you go back to the first episode of Break Club, guys, and Matt was not a Watto fan to the point I think I was teasing that I'd send him a Master Watto shirt, maybe. Um, it, it, no, but it's a it's a fucking tr- like well done, Master Watto, that he's been able to turn a doubter into such a big supporter. Um, but yeah, Master Watto beat Ishim. Uh, sorry, Taiji Shimori beat Master Watto. And then a toothless Tanahashi. You must have loved that. The hair, the hair that you hate Dude. plus no teeth. Dude, for this guy is gonna main event. But I've tweeted it and I tagged him in it too. You're gonna main event battle in the valley, but you're losing, you're doing the job to a protein bar, bro. <laughs> you're losing your teeth eating a protein bar. He's so old, his teeth are falling out while he's eating a fucking protein bar. What are we doing here? And his hair was atrocious. Tanahashi's hair has never once been atrocious in his life. You're out of your mind, dude. Um, but the match itself was awesome. fine, I guess. Was it awesome? I think I think 
I think these guys are like the best dance partners for each other. I'm super like, I want so much out of so much more out of Kenta. I don't think it's uh, I think that's just him. That's, yeah, it's, that's, it's, no, it's I just mean, the like, kind of we've got at this age. Like, I want them to use him. Oh, better. sorry. I know what you mean. I think the thing is with me and Kenta, whenever he gets in the ring, I'm like, he's going to kick, he's going to smash someone. He's going to fuck them up because I'm thinking it's, you know, 2008 and he's like, you know, fighting giants in Noah. And obviously he fucking went to WWE and basically just got injured a whole bunch and then came back to Japan, the poor fucker. Um, yeah, yeah. he tried to he, kill he, himself. He's changed. Oh, yeah, of course. He died for our sins. Um, like he's changed his style and everything up so much. He's so he's a character now more than he is going to put on a banger. He's going to give you story and he's going to crack you up in his backstage comments and he's going to... Uh, what's the fucking sp- speed walk to the ring at Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, speed walk's fantastic. Yeah. Did it, uh... You know what I mean? He did it in the match, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Tanahashi wins uh, with a high does. fly flu. And we, we know why now at, at the end of the night when Okada challenges him, of course, they have to make Tanahashi look good. Um, but then the next match was pretty fucking fun, right? Like this is... This is the house of torture we need. We need them getting yeah. we we need them getting their comeuppance and we just need them in fun matches. Like this was a, a perfect house of torture match. You use words in a sentence that no human being <laughs> have ever used. We need house of torture has never been said by a new Japan pro. This is the house if we have to have house of torture, this is the house of torture we need. I think you may still be inebriated. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. This is, no, come on! Think, you, you you enjoyed this match. Surely. I don't think Fightful condones this. You 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 enjoyed this match. Dude, I enjoyed this match. Let's see. House of Torture attacked before the bell. Yep. They beat down uh, Renderita and left them dead on the ramp. Mm-hmm. A lot of shenanigans. Finally, we get an opening bell. Uh, Murder Grandpa and Despy do what they need to do. Renderita rises from the ashes like a phoenix. Can we get a triple tap out? So, yes, I guess. <laughs> I guess this is the way we needed it to go. It's a um, it, it's it a... was fun. You're right. But I have to. My gimmick is I hate House of Torture. Just like every time Yano wrestles, Kevin Kelly's monitor goes out. I mean, that's no gimmick, man. That's 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 the, that's the hardcore truth. That's a um, definitely a gimmick. And then uh, post-match, Suzuki announced that they're Fucking, they're just calling themselves strong style. They're not putting any flowers on it. They're, they're, they're that, that trio, they're called strong style. Um, were, were you in the same boat as me when I was like, wait, no one's ever fucking called themselves strong <laughs> style after all these years? No one was like, we should be called strong style. I mean, to be fair, when they did do it, I was like, I don't know that it's a great name because strong style is obviously so associated with a million different other things that they might kind of get lost in the shuffle. But who knows how long term this is. You know, and I, for, I, th- I I hope they get some fucking awesome defenses in there, though. Yeah, and I think it's a springboard for Ren Narita. Yeah, yeah, I'm going right, over the moon. Like... Ren is, Ren has a title. He's in the he's in the spotlight since he's come back. The TV Championship tournament match, the big singles match with Zach, and now he's here. They've they obviously love Ren Narita. Yeah, and they were calling him Strong Style, right? Like uh, son of Strong Style. Yeah, son of Strong. So like, I think this is just like. So Maybe. is he? So is he the son of Despy and Suzuki then? Because they they're collectively is he is he his own son? Them three are strong style. Renderita is the son of strong style. These are the hard hitting questions. That's a great question. He could be Renderita is his own father. 
and he's also his own son. How does, I don't know if that's humanly possible. He could we be need, like the nephew. We, we need to get Doc Brown on the show. Dr. Emmett Brown. Uh, Dr. Emmett Brown? Yeah, Back to the Future. Did you not get Oh, no, I'm well aware. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't have a cuckoo clock in my bathroom. I don't know how he's going to figure this one out. Um, but yeah. You no, 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 your clock tower? The match. Uh, do you know what? There is a broken clock. <laughs> near, like, literally just over the road. It's not a tower per se, but it's on like a building. I don't um, want to talk about this next match. We are gathered here today in memory of Jamie King Switch White. On February 11th, 2023, he lost a loser leaves Japan match against Hikilo. Uh, he was immediately escorted from the venue, thrown on a plane, economy, not first class, and banished to the United States of America, never to return to Japanese lands ever again. <sighs> is Rest that, in like, peace, Jamie. Is that like set in stone? It's, it's it that, this is a all right let's talk about a match because the match was fucking awesome right oh like, my god the story are, jesus the story again i watch wrestling for storytelling i'm sure kira's in the same boat because we watch new japan pro wrestling it's kota abushi and mike bailey is going to be great it's going to be a spot fest whatever but god this is this is the shit that sticks with you this was fantastic. And I know there's a ton. I get my balls busted by the assholes I do the Shining Wizards podcast with about my love for Jay White. This was excellent. The storytelling was done beautifully. It's just Jay, Jay selling his ass off like he's great at doing, just falling to the mat like instantly from anything. The throw over the table, over the barrier, over the table, into another barrier, into the chairs. Tremendous. And Jay fucking going in on Hikileo's leg, like Hikileo having to try to chop Jay from his knees and stuff. And then the ending was fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, and, and you got to give Hikileo his flowers too. Like he, oh, it was a, both of them. They were great. The, the, so if, if you're watching this, you've seen the match, but the ending, Jay White kind of succumbs. Hikileo has got him in the choke slam grip. And then Jay White, you know, he's trying to fight off and there's nothing behind it. And he just stands there. He accepts his fate, throws up a two-sweet to his old comrade Hikileo. Hikileo reciprocates. Up he goes with Chokeslam. One, two, three. Jay White. The Switchblade era is over in Japan. Um, and then the the walk up the ramp, the, the the fucking fist bump to Tanahashi. That's what that's what got me. That's what's made me think this is serious. This is real. Cause that's not that's not Jay White, right? That's not, stuff. you know. But then, but then, like, you think, like, the stuff he says at the end of Wrestle Kingdom about Okada. Like, we talk about, we've, we've talked about this. Like, heel Jay White has done everything heel Jay White can do. Mm -hmm. Is he the face of the New Japan product in America, or is he off to Connecticut? That's, 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 the, that's the thing. I, I just, I've. So, do you know what I don't like? If he is staying, if he is leaving New Japan, I don't like the fact that that wasn't his last moment and that he has this Eddie Kingston match. I hate that because he's so fucking linked to Osaka. He put two videos up on his Twitter today. The first one was his speech when he graduated. When the last match as a young lion, it was in Osaka. He cut a promo entirely in Japanese. Osaka, New Japan is my family. He loves Osaka. New, like the fans are his family. All this great stuff. He'll be back. He comes back. Where does he where does he return against the power struggle when he attacks Tanahashi after all the switchblade segments? Osaka. Osaka. 
Where does he win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship from Tanahashi? Osaka. Where does he win the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship after the pandemic from Okada? Osaka. Where does he fucking lose a loser G leaves Japan match? Osaka. That's what and just that that last image as well with his him Gado helping it carry him. The camera goes behind him and they're just looking over the crowd and the crowd's just giving him all the love in the world. That is storybook ending. So if he if he's staying with New Japan, I've no issues with the Eddie Kingston match. Whatever, fucking, he's staying. I'm happy. But if he's if he is leaving and the Eddie Kingston match is the final send off, uh, I've got problems with that. When uh, they don't have it, they don't have. I was trying to see when they were back in Osaka. They're doing a Road Two show in in April. Yeah, I don't think they've got anything. I'm not sure where the New Cup finals are. Sakura Genesis is in Rio Goku as usual, I think, which is like the next big, big show. Um, and then I don't think they've got anything announced past that. Um, but yeah, they, they go, doing they that. always do, they always do Dominion in Osaka, and that's in like June time. Um, that's just before the G1. Uh, but yeah, I, again, it's one of those things that spit in the face of the stipulation if he just comes back. Um, if he does come a... back, it's it needs to be yeah a, a different JY. I don't I don't want the switch playback. So I don't want him to leave New Japan, and I would love to see him be the face of the New Japan product in in the states. Or I would love to see him be the face of New Japan in the states. Now maybe June is too soon, but yeah, man, think... if he's got if he's He's fist bumping Tanahashi and he's saying great things about Okada and those guys go to bat for him. That's why that's I like the idea of him being face of Japan yes. uh, in, in America. Sorry, because like we, we explained with Royce, uh, you know, they're going to this pay-per-view format. It's probably one 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 big show a month, maybe. And um, they're doing the double weekend that you're going to. Mm -hmm. He can be a mainstay in an AEW. He can represent Bullet Club in AEW. Juice Robinson's there in Bullet Club. Like, you know, still kind of like, who knows, like, Joe Robinson is just fucking appearing on Dark. Um, but like, you know, he can do, he can be the face of New Japan and do, be a full-time AEW guy, basically. Right. As well. Um, or do so, stuff in Impact, like they got that working relationship there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the it is the fact that it was Loser Leaves Japan, not right. Loser Leaves New Japan, uh, that, you know, obviously leaves you with your doubts. But, you know, time will tell. But the, the, the match was everything it needed to be. And more. Yeah, no, the match was amazing. Like, and New Japan's so good. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we're here next next February, and maybe that's when Jay comes back at Osaka to save like Okada or Tanahashi from like a beatdown by whatever. I like the, the new reiteration of Bullet Club, or maybe yeah. like you know, if he isn't, if he if he stays with New Japan, but he isn't in Japan, they need a leader in Bullet Club. Still, they've always had a leader. You know the, who who steps up. People have always said El Fantasmo. I've I've always agreed with it. I don't think it's El, it can be El Fantasmo yet. Right. I think that we can get to El Fantasmo. Um, but that that takes us to our next match because he lost he lost in his never open weight title match against Tamatonga. Um, they went twenty seven minutes. It was it long. It it was it was good. It could have been great if they if, would have if, trimmed off like ten minutes. This yes. match would have been awesome. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because the at the last five minutes were great. Tama hits Tama going for the J Driller is awesome, but man, like I was like, when is this match gonna get out of first? Like this was so fucking long. Yeah, especially yeah, it, look, I'm not against it, but the Jay White Hikaleo match was long too, and you knew 
Shingo and Okada was going to be a long one, right? Yeah. You, yeah. You... And I, I think it's so different as well. Yeah. You kind of, the Jay White and Hikaleri match is Jay White's last match. Yeah. It, it needs time. Didn't, this didn't need to be. This didn't need that. This, this just needed match. to be, a, this just needed to be a great match. This just needed to get out, fucking fire off all your shots and get, let's go. But it, it did sour it for me. I wanted to really enjoy it, but it was way too long. Yeah, it was long. It, it was it was like uh, doing your taxes. <laughs> um, comparatively, the Okada and Shingo match went the same length as Shota and Naito, and it certainly didn't fucking feel like no, it. No, it did not feel like it at all. This guys... was... I, I, I gotta say, I went into this. Okada, Shingo again, I was like, it's gonna be good. I'm not that bothered. That's why I'm excited for battling Valley more, because it's all a lot, a lot of fresh stuff. Right. Um, Jesus Christ. The, yeah, the, the, you may... If if anything's gonna contend with Osprey and Omega, it might be this match. Like Jesus Christ, this was good, man. These guys had their fucking working boots on, and they brought it. And Shingo's got that fire in him. Like, what an acquisition by New Japan when he came in as that that fifth member of Lij. Like, uh-huh. he's been on fire ever since. And and man, this was such a good match. Thank God we have cheering crowds back. <laughs> they were. That's- Going haywire. Osaka, best crowds in Japan, hands down. My friend Kyosuke, who I met when I was in Japan, he was there. Uh, I'm sure he had a fucking blast. He went to the press conference the day before and everything. Um, like they, 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 they ruled. I, I know if it's a big show in Osaka, they're gonna make every match just that bit better. But they were stomping their feet. They were going mad. I knew Shingo was never gonna win. You had Okada Kiyomiya coming up. Uh, Shingo's already KOPW champion, but god damn it, if when he hit that made in Japan, no, sorry, when he hit that last of the dragon, yes, the way he hit that fucking last in the dragon, Okada going for the rainmaker and Shingo ducking in instantly turned it into a quick fire last of the dragon. I lost my shit. I thought that was it because no one, I don't think, has anyone ever kicked out last of the dragon in New Japan at least? <sighs> I don't, if it's, it, you'd have to go back and look, and I would guess if anyone did it, it was Okada. It's fucking like maybe Osprey because obviously they had so many matches, oh, but yeah. I, I I don't think anyone has, and I I bit so fucking hard. The the last five ten minutes where they were just big the, move after uh, big move, rapid fire, rapid fire, rainmaker, yeah, pumping, dragon pumping suplex, bomb into pump, the fucking, oh, the fucking like, pumping bomber. Oh, this was just yeah, I, yeah, absolute. This was New Japan to a T. Yeah, they del- they delivered on a, on a pretty. Um... You know, I've, you said it at the beginning of the show, and I've been thinking about it too. Like, pretty pedestrian show. I'm not gonna lie, right? You because with Battle of the Valley looming, right? You're kind of like, I don't think now that Battle of the Valley would pop it, and a big part of that is because the Japanese audiences are so good, and they're obviously very different to the American audiences who are going to be starting chants and all sorts like that, which is fun. But at the same time. See- I just, I just prefer Japanese audiences. They're, 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 they're there for the match. Let's fucking yeah, go wild. You get, um, when you, but when you do see a, uh, what the the people that attend a New Japan show in the states are New Japan fans. Granted, mm-hmm. they'll they'll probably chant or whatever, but most of them are very in tune with the product. So you yeah. don't get a lot of. Uh, I mean, you say that. You know, I what not this Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom once or twice before. I've had people near me that didn't have a clue who half the wrestlers on the card were. And I'm like, you've flown to the Tokyo Dome, buddy. That doesn't make what? sense to me. What? Like, and actually, that's a lie. This Wrestle Kingdom, 17, bunch of dudes definitely only gave a fuck about Omega Osprey. Like, I think they left. They may have left after that match. 
and like and they only appeared for that match as well thank god because i was fucking doing my head in um but no 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 ill will to anyone who's going to i don't mean to sound like a dick and say no fuck that american crowds they can be tremendous um it's definitely more I'll stick my foot in it here, but it's definitely more the AEW crowd. You know, this is awesome and stuff like that. Um, you're not. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, support support the guys in the ring and let's fucking go. Um, That's it. But yeah, no, it's a tremendous way to cap off that tour. And then of course, Okada uh, challenges Tanahashi for Battle in the Valley. Uh, you know, as if the, the show's already sold out. The show sold out months ago. I knew yeah. Japan were like, oh, we'll add this. We'll have this big match. We'll have this big match. We'll give you the best feud in wrestling history. To they this love the New Japan love when they did the G1 in Dallas and it was free on Axis. This was the mm-hmm. main event. Okada Tanahashi. G1. Like, they love giving this. They love giving the American fans this match and the American fans want this match. So fucking I'm not. You can't be mad about it. And they always seem to do a great job of telling the same story, but in a different way. It's mad, isn't it? Like, how many matches have these guys had? How long have they been feuding? Uh, and they're still capable of putting all this sort of stuff. And it's obviously different now. It's not bitter. It's like we're old, old, you know, enemies, war-torn, got that mutual respect. Uh, it, you know, it pissed off the mercedes Monet fans in the process by it now being a double main event as well as an added bonus. Those people are, by the way, those people are maniacs. Do you see the responses to the New Japan tweets? It's so Holy crazy. shit. It's like... I just go. I, I don't. Not my monkey. Not my zoo, bro. I don't care. I'm happy, <laughs> with, I'm happy with everything, right? I don't give a fuck who goes on last. These people are maniacs. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. They they think they've won because it's a double main event. Some of them as well, and it's like it's called a double main event. But we all know the match that goes on last is the main. Is event. the main event. And that's not Mercedes, guys. Uh, no, I hate to break fucked. you. I think they're we're safe. Her. I don't think Mercedes Monet fans are sitting through an hour and 25 minutes of Bread Club to hear us talk shit about her. I, I think we're safe here. I don't think we're talking... First of all, I don't think we're talking shit about no, her. No, I'm so fucking excited for the match. The match is going to be awesome, but go out touch some grass, people. It's not the end of the fucking world. It, this it is might, a huge it banner moment. This is going to be awesome. Just enjoy it. Who gives a shit? When they go on, can we can we dive in? Like, you know what? I do give a shit about when they go on because Alex Coglin and JR Kratos deserve better. They have been feuding for a fucking long time. Alex has been in and out of injuries, but Alex's like graduation match was against JR Kratos, and they had a banger. And yeah. like I said with Royce Isaacs, Jar Kratos is criminally underrated. He is one of the best big men. The the, the fact that he the, the things he can do in his size is uh, absurd it's not human um and I, i'm fucking pumped for this alex coglin is gonna do crazy big strong shit against this huge monster jr kratos um i just think that's deserving of being on the main card the problem is is the card like roy said is so fucking beefy uh but that, that kicks off the pre-show that's match number one of the pre-show uh our, our friend friend of the wizards podcast friend of wrestling uh, alex coglin taking on jr kratos yeah no look if you're going out to a five course dinner you want all the courses to be delicious, right? This is the a great way to start off the night. It's going to set the tone. To, okay, so if this is the delicious starter kind of teaser, maybe to set right. to set the tone, what is David Finley versus Bobby Fish? 
Is that is that when you go to the toilet and you know? It's like the can mate... that you like just push off the side of your plate. <laughs> I don't. I don't think either of us are shitting on David Finley here either. No, definitely I, not. This yeah, is where you go buy a t-shirt. This is where you go to the merch stand. Yes, yes. Uh, this is the, that's better than toilet break. The merch stand break match. Yeah, um, there you go. This is like you. You know, you see Alex Coglin, Jared Kratos. They get you fucking pumped. You're excited. You're like, that was a fucking banger. You know what would make me feel really good right now? A new wrestling t-shirt. Go, Go to buy yourself an Android Alex Coglin t-shirt. I was I almost wore it for this recording. I feel like I wore it for the last one, so I didn't put it on this time. Um, but I'm I'm pumped for that one. I'm less pumped for David Finley versus Bobby Fish. Uh, and then and then the card kicks off in earnest. What's uh the uh you just find Bobby Fish boring? Yeah, there's not a lot to him, right? Like he's yeah, great little kicks and like and then like stuff. he's done lots of stupid said lots of stupid shit on twitter i think and just kind of made a fool out of himself and he doesn't seem like the greatest guy that's that's really perhaps not fair of me to say given i see a, a handful of tweets and i have no idea what the guy's like in real life right. um but you know that's that's the way of the world at the moment um but yeah former, he, he, former guest of the shining wizard wrestling podcast well it, he was really nice and he wore where where's our shirt when he does crossfit uh okay <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe he's not so bad. I'm stumped. Let's move on. Let's talk about wrestling. I'm better so, look, wrestling. he's a nice guy, but I don't. I have zero and like yeah, love no, David Finley, but I could care less. Yeah, exactly. I'm not interested. But then the main card kicks off. You have got Rocky Romero teaming up with Josh Alexander, Adrian Crest, and Mascara Dorada to take on Volador Junior, Kushida, Kevin Knight, and DKC. So who? What we we got? New Japan fully yep. fully getting represented. We got New Japan yep. Strong getting represented. Yep. We got Impact Wrestling getting represented, yep. and we got CMLL getting represented. All yep, in one match. Rocky and saw... Volador continuing their feud from CMLL as well. I think I saw a Voldar Jr. match at Ring of Honor and it was the fucking shits. Oh, I thought he was going to say it was the shit. Um, no, no it I was... mean, like, His match with Rocky, where Rocky wins the title recently, was pretty fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's, it's free on YouTube. That's definitely one worth checking out. But this will be... These matches are always great on these pay-per-view cards because they just fucking... Like, let's just go out do a bunch of cool, stupid shit for 10 minutes. We'll all fucking get our shit in and then we'll get out and the crowd will be fucking pumped and we've done our job. Yeah, no, this is a this is a great... You got the Impact World Champion. I mean, you got the CMLL, NW, what's it, NWA? Uh, I think he's like the light world heavyweight light champion. World Rocky, world I'm not sure what it is. It might be welterweight. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. It's going to be a good showcase for these guys. And again, this will be, you know... Kevin Knight will hit that sexy drop. Love kick. it. Love that. Love the fact that Kevin Knight's on Impact Wrestling, and it's. I wish I had more time in my life where I could commit to Impact because Impact doesn't. They really do a great like they're they do they're their so TV show consistent. is so storyline driven. Like it's mm-hmm. so well done. I think yeah, I like as well, and they're giving spotlight to lots of these guys like New Japan. Like seemingly, like you know, you can use these guys. We're not using them. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because, I, think yeah, Kevin Kenta, I, I think Kenta debuts this week on Impact. Kenta's going to be on No Surrender. He's teaming up with uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Um, That's awesome. Take on, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they, there's a lot to love about Impact if you if 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 you've got the time and like you know they got yeah, Steve or Mike Bailey. The, they got uh... Jonathan. They got Jonathan Gresham. I think Josh Alexander's being like I think he might be the best Impact champion of all time now. He might be the longest reigning. Um, He's up there. Yeah, they're doing the what are they doing? The multiverse of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, we totally forgot about that. That's not even on our checklist. Holy Osprey versus Speedball again. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Kushida, and there's a third match that's been announced. Oh, uh, Moose versus Jeff Cobb. Um, but yeah, New Japan versus Impact WrestleMania weekend. Um, 
but back to battle in the valley as well this is a odd placement right second match on the card the strong open weight championship fred rosser versus kenta this is early doors i mean this is again back to your point such a deep show right it is it's it's insane um i think it's a hard one to call the is kenta do they want to have a more new japan affiliated face as the representation for the new japan strong going forward or does fred rosser continue as he has been doing because this is if he wins this is defense number eight for fred rosser that's a great question man this is uh i think this is an open one i mean i don't think you i don't think new japan strong reaches the success that it did without the west coast wrecking crew tom lawler and fred rosser mm-hmm. they well i know we, we had royce, royce, royce isaacs on but we're, we're not chatting shit just because they're on the show team filthy are the best thing to come out of new japan strong yeah they, like, they, and, and, second best i don't even know who you'd put in second place because you know Jonah well, Fred, was I mean Fred, the Fred Rosser story with Tom oh yeah yeah that that was literally the lifeblood they won like match of like match of the year for strong like three years in a row yeah them, them two it like it, it they are they kept that that whole thing alive um they were they were definitely and of course you know there's always the Kevin Knights and the DKC's great talents they're happy to have them Bateman and uh, great guy but that's the those are your pillars the West Coast Wrecking Crew Tom Lawler and Fred Rosser so if this is the direction they're going where these shows are going to be like pay-per-view caliber and then i think you keep i think you stay with fred until there's a real storyline that we can sink our teeth into kent is just kind of showing up kent is in the new japan cup as well actually so again i don't that doesn't help things but maybe they want the strong title to get shown in japan and then he returns back to america you know maybe that's a good point but the the match will be it should be pretty fucking good regardless fred rossa is a machine in new japan he's really found his home um and then the next match we've spoken about ad nauseum mercy machine guns defending against west coast wrecking crew we're pulling for west coast wrecking crew we're pulling for a great match um you know, we've spoken about this one a fair bit. I, I can't imagine you've got anything else to say on this one, Matt. I think it's, I, I really do think it's the West Coast Wrecking Crew's time. Uh, what better way to put the stamp of improvement on a tag team than have them to beat the Motor City Machine Guns? It's not there. This will be the third defense. They're a, a very important tag team to the wrestling industry, but how do you make new tag think- teams? This is the opportunity to elevate the West Coast Wrecking Crew, and then they can go, you know, whatever, do whatever. They I do. think it goes back to what you we just said as well with Kent and Fred Rosser. Do they want a name and a face value, or do they want to start building? Because if you start want to start building, then you put the belts on West Coast Wrecking Crew. Of course you do. Um, but yeah, hopefully they 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 get that big win. Uh, and then you know Eddie Kingston versus Jay White. No stipulation. They just got a bit of beef. They got a bit of a story. Now here's my I'm particularly excited for this. Well, my problem with this, Kieran, is that it's making the rounds this week. That Eddie Kingston's hurt. He's pulled out of some independent bookings, I think. He but then, uh, yeah, he was not at Defy this week, and he's got an undisclosed injury. Is it a matter? Is, is he choosing his battles? You know, he he's hurt. He can put, put, push himself through JY. He doesn't want to aggravate something. Yeah, or maybe. Is he, I mean... Seriously, I, I would hope if he is, New Japan would have announced it by now. Where? What we're recording this on Monday, the show's on Saturday. It's not much time. Uh, I think the most interesting bit of this is going to be what type of Jay White do we get? Does he come out? Is he throwing up, you know, the switchblade in the corner? Is he throwing up two sweets? He's a bit more 
sociable, I suppose, when he's in America. He'll give two sweets to the audience as he walks down the ramps and stuff yeah. like that. Do we get a, or do we get a solemn Jay White? Uh, we're gonna have to find out. Um, but yeah, What's I must say the, it's, not, uh... it's not a match. A match I'm particularly excited for. Are you excited for the Filthy Rules match fight? Whatever. I don't think. Look again, Team Filthy. Love him, Steph. Tom Tom Lawler is a sweetheart. He's an awesome, awesome fucking dude. Uh, I'm not big on homicide though. I don't. I was know. just gonna say the same thing. I, I hope I don't get killed for this. Homicide just doesn't do it for me. Uh, maybe he did once upon a time back in his heyday. You know, yeah, in Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, exactly mid two thousands, taking on guys like Brian Danielson and the likes of that. Um, but yeah, uh, he he's not there for me today. But maybe the stipulation will help. Uh, you know, it's a filthy rules match, isn't it called? Filthy yeah, rules no fight. DQs. No DQs and ring ropes will not be used in this bout. Um, so let, let's hope that Tom Lawler can take Homicide to a, a decent match. I think that's the most I can expect. I'm with you on that one. This is this is the next one is the one I'm like super excited for. Uh, the Rhino Clark Connors challenging the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Champion Zack Saber Jr. Let let's get fucking wild, Matt. Let's get wild. I'm, I think I might be most excited for this match. This and the tag title match, to be honest with you. Again, no disrespect to the women. No, I, I'm pumped for Mercedes. We'll, we'll we'll get to Mercedes, but let's give our friend Clark Connor some love. He was on the Wizard podcast like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he was three weeks um, ago. It was awesome. I, I went and listened to it straight uh, the next morning after on my way to work. Um this is going to be an interesting one because it's Clark against you know he's quite a he, he's a he's he's called the Wild Rhino. He charges in. He can't do. He's got to kind of play his cards right against a guy like Zack Saber Junior. I'm I'm interested to see how their styles clash. I hope it does. I hope they clash and they got great chemistry because I I want the world for Clark Connors. I love the dude. Um, but it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, look, that time limit is something that you go into a match and it's in the back of your head. Fifteen minutes is not a lot of time. So we mentioned it with the uh, with the Saber and the Ishii match. It was a sprint, man, right from go. And I think the Wild Rhino is going to sprint to try and. I think the great thing is, is Zach doesn't do Zach doesn't have bad matches. No. So there, there's a very slim chance that this doesn't come on come out. At the very least, good. Realistically, it should be better. Clark's going to be putting his, his his best foot forward. I mean, look how stacked this card is, and they're third. They're third from the top, man. That yeah. that's fucking prime position for a match like this yeah i'm excited for this one i think it'll be a great showing for clark and anytime you get to see zach wrestle it's always a plus so i'm excited and he's back he's in america he really doesn't wrestle he just wrestled in like beyond or something he done a tag match against john moxley um or maybe he's announced for beyond but i'm pretty sure like he's just wrestled in america um zachary saver jr yeah i have a um, weird i have a picture of me and him and gabe sapolsky and shining wizards kevin with a box of greys what like, like an evolve show yes he used yes. to be he used to be a mainstay involved yeah no got yeah. That, obviously he's a multiple time ref pro champion I've, I've met him numerous times in the uk thankfully he, he's one of the good ones sex saber yeah nice guy um i know people are excited for it man double main event the 60 minute time limit iwgp women's championship uh carry the pirate against uh mercedes who Monet. who Kyrie. Kyrie. You say carry. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't let you get away with that one. I look. I appreciate it because you people know if you're a bread club fan, the ladies wrestling is not uh, really in my wheelhouse. So no, I no, am hoping where, where give them more time 
than what they gave them at Wrestle Kingdom 17. If I had oh, one I complaint think... about Wrestle Kingdom 17, it was that they didn't let Kyrie, Kyrie, excuse Kyrie. me, and Tom Nakano. It's, it's Super Junior Tag League Best of Super Juniors all over again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they, they deserved a lot more time. We've spoken about it before. Uh, but I mean, Francisco I know you're Akira. I know, <laughs> I you I know you're not excited about this one. I'm super excited, more so because I'm just curious how much Sasha Banks do we see in Mercedes Monet? How much? Did I do that? No, I did that. Oh, um, money, I thought you money, money. Oh, I thought I'd done something weird. Um, <laughs> like, or do we see lots of the old Sasha Banks move set? That is she? Is it all new? She's been. I think I had a look. I think she last wrestled like nine months ago or something like that. I think it's like May 2022. Before she walked out, right? Exactly. So, you know, in that time, she has trained all over the world. She's gone to Barcelona to hang out with Mimi Master. She's trained in the LA Dojo. She's trained in the New Japan Dojo. She's trained in Noah's Dojo. She's trained with Stardom guys. She's trained with TJPW guys. She is doing, by all accounts, it seems like she is doing everything she can to take her game to the next level. Um and I'm I'm very intrigued by this. More so, I've said it before as well. I I I think the test will really be when it's against the full-blooded stardom person, uh, your Julias, your Shuris, your Tommy Hayashishters, because Kyrie obviously they have that WWE connection. Kyrie knows WWE style and all that stuff. She can help Sasha in this instance. So it's a smart match. Yes. But the test is, look, I think there's no way Mercedes doesn't leave as the champion. Oh. I, really you think Kyrie retains no i don't know i've oh. you're, you're the but you're my guy for this so i didn't know I, what you're gonna say here i'm just hard pushed to believe you get all this stuff with mercedes all this power and you bring her in to just lose mm. right doesn't make sense so Ky- Kyrie was the she gets the honor of being the first ever iwgp women's champion and now <laughs> we're gonna give it to to big money and she's gonna carry that shit and get the eyes on her Exactly. And, you know, uh, Stardom have, I think, their biggest show ever in April. I think they're running uh, Yokohama Arena, whereas where Wrestle Kingdom 17 against Noah was, and where the Great Mooters final match was the next night. Huge, huge venue. Stardom are running that. Um, I don't know how many tickets a Mercedes sells in Japan, uh, but it, it it sells, it gets eyes from the Western fans, the Western crowd, of course. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any way Mercedes is winning this. I'm I'm very confident on that one. I like it. Thank you. I'll use that for my picks this week. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just come to me first, and I'll if I lose. The, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you all the wrong answers. What? What? I thought we were friends, dude. Yeah, but that's what friends do. Well, oh, dudes, really? Dudes being dudes. I made a birthday video for we you. Should... Fucking throw me under the bus with my picks. <laughs> um, you motherfucker. They're in my DMs. They're telling me. They're like, I'll send you a hot dog Who? if you give Matt the wrong answers. Who? All your, all your wizards buddies. Fuck them, guys. You can't trust them. They're snakes. <laughs> They're American snakes. The Shining Snakes podcast. Can't trust them. Uh, main event time, Matt. <laughs> Matt doing his best Tanahashi impression for if you're listening to it as a podcast. If I, yeah, you should I'm, definitely watch does it. Does anyone listen to it as a podcast? I, I hope not. We're, we're very animated. Yeah, it's very fun to watch. Um, so I'm also trying to go through our YouTube to see anything. Uh, Okada's obviously retaining. Oh, please. I hope so. Is Dickhead going to have his teeth fixed? I like, yeah, uh, I assume so. Um, I like the fact that this rapid fire defenses. I like getting a few defenses under the belt because then if he loses it, it's not like, oh, he's lost it. It's like, well, well, he got, 
a few defenses. I'm not, I don't think Akala's losing it anytime soon, but anytime he's got those soon. defenses. He's got those defenses under his belt. What? Um, all right. So we got we got Okada Tanahasho, as my friends on the Wizards say. <laughs> uh, we got the New Japan Cup. Right. So can we talk a little bit? Of, we don't have to break down the cup. Yeah, I think the the last thing on our but, list. But I think the thing is as well, we got Fantastic Mania coming up. I don't I don't think me and you are gonna be getting too involved in Fantastic Mania. You know what? If I have a little downtime, I might check it out, but I'm not um, uh, not so carving out when we come back in two weeks, there might not be much movement in the New Japan world. We'll have Battle in the Valley to talk about and uh, we'll probably be able to deep dive on the the, the New Japan Cup brackets then for sure. But they were announced this today, this morning, my time, middle of the night, your time. Yeah. Uh, should we do you want to quickly run through who's in it? Well, I don't want to because I think we're going to spend more time on this next time we get together. Yeah, we 100%. go through the whole thing. But just looking at it, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give too much away. But you can find the brackets out there. And me and Kieran will do like an extensive breakdown of the brackets in two weeks. Just looking at the field. I mean, who's next for Okada, right? We're gonna we're going into this assuming Tanahashi is losing. Yeah, I do like that that little bit of you know New Japan like to keep their their sports mentality. The fact that Tanahashi is not in the cup because he could in fact kayfabe he could win the title and the champion right. can't be in it. I like that little bit. <clears throat> so I see, you know, Hiroki Goto is. There's some weird matchups here, man. Yeah, I mean, Aussie Open being in it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the singles competitors, especially, like you said, we'll dive into it. But look, lots of people are saying they either want Shota Umino to win or they think we're getting a Shota Umino Naito final. To that, I say, did you actually watch the new beginning? Because I've the Venn diagram of people that actually watch that match and then want that to be the final or Shota to win, it, it can't be very big. Yeah, and you have Shoto, like, you know, his road to that means he's going to beat Zack Sabre Jr., who's your TV champion. And, and then he's either going to beat... Great, Okani uh, off Finley, which is doable, to be fair. Right. I, I think, for, for Shota's run, I think he does beat Zack. I think he gets a little run, and then that's that's Shota done. Then he'll get knocked out in the next round by Great Okan or whoever it may be. Um you know they'll have that history as young lions too, which is quite interesting. Um, and then and then Shota can challenge Zach for the title and he can get his ass kicked again. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. There's no I think your favorite is Osprey to win this. Yeah, but he uh when did so did he win twenty twenty one? When then I think he must have. And then he obviously went on to beat Ibushi for the title. <laughs> but if so, that'd be good. It'd be it'd be free, it'll be British. Three times in a row. The Brit- we'll, we'll rename it the British Cup. Oh, will you? You're just going to speak for everybody now. The Great British Cup. Or Aussie Open can win it, and we'll rename it the New Japan Open. Yeah, Osprey won in 2021. Zach last year, fucking evil 2020. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. I said it, actually, talking to some some people on Discord. I think evil's, evil might be my not favorite that I want to win, but most likely to win. Yeah, evil dark horse big time uh we will get into my theories on the next episode um, yeah definitely but that's my early pick is evil really? i don't i don't like it I, he's not who, who he's who i think will win who i want to win is very different i would like 
if we're if we're if we're going Dreamland for a second, if I uh, you know if it's Saturday night, it's my thirtieth party. I've just done that double white rum, and I'm just spilling my guts out. Awesome. Dangerous Tekos, Dangerous Tekos final. Give it to me. Taichi's yeah. Zack Junior final. It's not happening. Never in a million years. But could you imagine? Oh, I'm here for it though, man. Oh God, that would that would be the, that would be the season. That would be the see the series finale of New Japan Pro Wrestling. That just shut yeah, the doors I'm, after that. I'm just uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hit that long stretch now where we got New Japan Cup and Sakura and um, you know who's we are. You know, and I mentioned it when we talked to Royce. We went through this pandemic and we saw a lot of the same matchups and they weren't bad. But now, like, we need to change things up, right? I'm okay with Tanahashi here in San Jose, but, like, what's next? Who's next? What's, you know, d- does Kenta win the New Japan Cup? Are they going to run back Jeff Cobb Okada? Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr. as a final. I'm here for it. Great Okan getting a huge push. I will say as well, when we dive into it, I think... I appreciate it's more compact now. There's a lot less filler, but they've shunned some people. Like you could fit, considering the buys and everything, you could easily just make another round and have some tremendous. And and it wouldn't be you wouldn't be putting in your Gados and your Gerardos. No, you, you could, could put in you could put in proper guys. You get a Tom Lawler back in Japan and Alex Coglin, Gabriel Kidd. Uh, uh, we we will fucking dive into it. We got we got to save the goods. We got we got to tease people here. We got to you know warm them up. Preheat. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um. I want to give a quick shout out because we mentioned him on the last show. Julian's always commenting on our YouTube videos. Shout out Julian. Um, and I did mention he has his own shows and stuff. Uh, they've got a news and podcast network. It is they're based in Germany. It's all German, but it's wrestling-infos with an S dot de on Twitter and everywhere else. Um, he does say, you know, it is all in German, obviously, but they've also done English interviews with a bunch of wrestlers too. Uh he, he's a big supporter of Bread Club. Um, I felt it was only right to give him a shout out. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. He's awesome. Colin, Colin Maffey was concerned that the bread club was over after I, uh, <laughs> I, I was teasing when I because of obviously I've started the new Ace Techers podcast. Um, he was concerned, Matt, that it would be yeah, the no. end of me and you. People care. I, I can confirm, Colin, that this is the end of me and Matt. This is the last bread club this time. Yeah, you're gonna tune in in two weeks for. Uh, I, I, I got, I got what I wanted. I got the Kenny Omega video. My, my business is done with Matt. That, that was the long play. It took sixteen episodes. That's. Well, at least 32 weeks because we do it yeah. every other week, if wow. not longer. My my long con paid off, Matt. Yeah, mine didn't. I still, I'm still waiting to score a fucking New Japan interview for the Shining Wizards and I get nothing. This is rough. I get fucking hosed, bro. <laughs> I need to talk to my agent about this shit. Yeah, exactly. Get all the wizards together. Don't, I look. Don't, <laughs> let the, don't let the looks fool you. I would never hire those guys to be my fucking agent, okay? <laughs> I, you're, you're my agent's brain. downstairs. Hazel, Hazel said to me, she was like, I reached out to Matt on Shining Wizards podcast, and she was like, is this the best way to reach Matt? I hope this is the best way and stuff. And when she told me, I was like, yeah, no, Matt runs all that shit. Like, you was always going to get Matt. You're fine. Yes. Yes, you're good. I got gotcha. you. Matt, Matt's the workhorse. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Take I'll the credit. Myself. I'll put Take myself the, over. Yeah, put yourself over. Put myself over. Did um, were you surprised to hear that the Great Muda had his that six man match with fucking torn quads? Did he did he do it during the match? Did he, did he tear it during the match or something? I'm not sure. I don't I think know. he wrestled on it. I think he may be even injured it after. But yeah, there's doubt. Like God knows what's gonna fucking happen with this Naito match. Are are we are we loving this this fucking pro wrestling Noah New Japan feud here? Oh shit, we didn't even talk about it. 
Okada, Don't... Okada showing up in Noah. Oh my god! After yes. all the fucking shit talking, that was so. F- I woke up hungover at like midday. <laughs> I scrolled through my phone, and as I got to the top, there was the clip there, and it just happened. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And like I'm showing Hazel, and she don't give a shit because I kept her awake all night vomiting and stuff. Um, <laughs> but man, that the rainmaker was awesome. Like he was so getting the booze and okada like kiyomiya you should have said please mr okada can i have a match at tokyo dome sir fucking little prick okada i love it awesome awesome stuff i same thing man i woke up and i saw that clip and it immediately i had like a laundry list of shit i had to do before going to my friends for the super bowl and i got that all done and then i actually watched the because i do like jack morris Mm mm-hmm I think he's an exceptional British wrestler. So I was like, I was excited to watch the main event. Uh, but obviously I watched it. It, I, it was on my card of things to watch in the future, but the Okada attack after put it right to the front of the list. Like I need to watch this ASAP. They, Fuck, they, fantastic. The build for this match, man. That's just two moments. Wrestle Kingdom 17 and that. And it's the best build for a match you'll probably fucking ever see. They're doing a press conference, I think, Wednesday. And Okada and Kiyomiya will be there. They will come face to face. Man. That's going to be an interesting one there. And then, of course, Tetsuya Naito did show up as well. We're all, all white, the big white fluffy coat. Um, they really at wholesome at first, saying how 23 years ago, 24 years ago, he traveled to Osaka to watch Keiji Muto try and win against the IWGB heavyweight title from Genichiro Tenryu. He said, uh, I left that night almost in tears on the train back to Tokyo because his hero Muto lost. Never in my wildest dreams did I think 23 years later I would be having Keiji Muto's last ever match. And then he turns on the Ellen Gobernable. He turns on the, the, the dickhead and he's like, but it's not going to be a good night for you. Uh, I'm going to frustrate the shit out of you and you're going to end the night fucking looking up at the, the, the Tokyo Dome big egg. Um, I hope Muto can get through it well enough. I, 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 I've, I've hoped for this. Not a five-star classic. I was really excited for this match. We spoke about it before. I just, please, just fucking dope him up. Get him through, get him through this one last one. I think they will. I think you have to. He's not going to back out. No. There's no, no, no chance of that. But I just need, I, hopefully they can do something special still. I think they will. I think we'll get, we'll get the greatest hits and we'll get, we'll get a good story. I wonder, do you think Muto is uh, carny enough that he's like, I'm still going over, bro? Man. That Destino could that Destino could be horrible. The Destino is a hard move to take for lots of wrestlers, let alone Muto. Yeah, uh, that's a great question, man. I feel like you see it less in Japan. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Muto on this tour, he's not exactly taken losses to everyone. Sh- he 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 got beat by Kiyomiya, which he got was beat the by Nakamura. Yeah, exactly. But that's probably like he's not really putting Nakamura over, is he? Nakamura's probably the biggest Japanese star still going. That's true. Uh, yes. The Kiyomiya win was a big one to put over. Um, and then like, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of been on the winning end of lots of stuff. But I suppose he's not putting Naito over in any way. But I don't, like, I don't think it's... he should he should be going out on his back. That's that's the old adage, right? Yeah. Puts a, you know you put someone over on your way out, right? But that, that that card is huge. I think that would have taken that would have that's like next Tuesday, yeah. So when we're back, that show would have happened. Um, I'm hopefully I've sent questions. I said this as well. Sent questions off to Noah to, to interview Amakusa. 
Yes. Uh, I'm still waiting. I'm crossing my fingers because there's lots of fucking Tokyo Dome questions in there. So hopefully I'll get yep. that back in good time. Um, but yeah, you'll be able to see that on uh, WrestleIn. And uh, yeah, we're, we're nearing the two-hour mark, man. This is this oh, has yeah. been, well, a, this has been no. a good one, but a long one. That's that's what she said. Um, that must be nice to hear that. Come on, man! You never. Uh, <laughs> you're British, so though you were that you wanted nothing to do with the American Office, probably. Oh no, I watched it like a hundred times. Yeah, that's what they. He, that's Michael. Oh, Scott. I know. That's oh, Michael. That's Scott. what she said. Catchphrase. All you that's do. what she T- said. Title of your sex tape. No. No. Title of your sex tape. No. No. You don't want to see me have sex, dude. Come on. It's that's Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, you know what? Never watched it. Uh, I know who's in it. I've seen the commercials. I don't watch a lot of uh, regular TV. Nah, uh, to be fair, neither do I, but it's on Netflix. I watch okay. zero TV. Everything I watch is on a streaming service. Yeah, no, we don't have like, a, I don't have cable. I stream no. everything. Yeah, same, same. We uh, don't call it cable, but yeah. <laughs> whatever you guys call it. Sometimes I forget that you're six hours away. Six. Five. It's, it's almost half, half eight in the evening here. Half eight in the evening? You say it's so weird. What? What should I say? I don't know. Eight thirty. <laughs> What's the difference? It's half eight. Because I'm to... not used to anyone saying half eight. Half eight is four. What do you mean half eight is four? Half of eight is four. Oh fuck off! No <laughs> one's saying not wrong. No, no one's telling the time like that. No one's. Like, oh, I, oh yes, no, I... it's 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 six divided by three right now. It's two o'clock. Yeah, see, it doesn't for me, sense. no, it's three o'clock for me. It's half, it's... almost half three for you. Half three for me. You've got you've got the Wizards tonight, and you've got Kevin Kelly on. Yeah, man, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh that's one. Like I said, I'll be downloading that one in the morning. That'll be my my to and from work uh, sorted. Um, at Wizards Podcast, go follow, go subscribe, go check it out. Uh, and there's me at the bottom scrolling across as Matt does his best on harsh impressions to put me off. Uh, at Kieran, over. put me off. At Kieran RH93 on Twitter, uh, at WrestleIn, WrestleIN. I got, I just, you know, uh, it hurts my feelings when I look and I see like you just like had a great time talking New Japan on this new Ace Tecker show with your new friends. Mm -hmm. And you never are like, I had a great time with Matt on the Bread Club. It hurts. I'm just letting you know. It's because I don't have a great time. Okay, and that's why people think this is this is coming to an end. It is. This is the last episode ever until two weeks. So it's not like the show is coming to an end, but this relationship is going to continue. Yeah, the, 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 the bread, the bread club is never coming back until two weeks. You can't say that. People will get upset. People <laughs> will be sad. This is a fucking joy every single time. They're, they're so such different shows, like as well. Um, obviously talking lots of the same stuff, but. It's such a joy with Matt, and it's so different with the other guys. I'm much more of a host for the others. I play, let them let them get their voices heard because I spend a whole lot of time chatting a whole lot of shit every other week with you here. Nice. Well, you guys, if you enjoy this, you're gonna want to check out the Ace Tecker show. I'm only kidding, too. I'm just. He's not. He sends. I me am. DM. He sends. He do, sends every he, time you do post that you enjoy, Matt, the show, Matt, Matt sends me DMs threatening me. I don't. I just comment and like, I'll, 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 I'll post. I'll post it. You're gonna post our D. They're very boring. I'll, I'll, no, they're not. They're threats. If you don't, if you don't show up for, but for Bread Club, I'll sue you. And if you don't put us over on Ace Techers, he got Never, me to sign was... a very. He got me to sign a very weird contract. 
No, I did not. There's I no, don't even. I don't even own. Course. I don't even own the rights to Acura and RH93 anymore. Matt, Matt conned me out of it. How did I do that? I did no such thing. <laughs> Hogwash. Hogwash. <laughs> I blame Jeremy for this. Yeah. I blame it all on Jeremy, who's going to work his hardest to get this out quickly for us so that the Royce Isaacs interview can be heard uh, quicker than usual. Work his hard. I do all the work. He just fucking posts it. Jeremy is going <laughs> to post it as hard as he can. Do you think, do you think Jeremy, do you think they listen to this? No, 100% no? not. No. We, 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 could we could test it. We could put something really bad in like the middle slot. No, I don't. Like, I'm just like, you know, that you're just kind of like going on faith. No, yeah, a hundred percent. We're we're trustworthy, Matt. Look at look at look at us. You Two are, very I trustworthy guys. I am a maniac. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're not trustworthy. All right, that's fair enough. But you know, you're the it, you're like people tune in to hear you wax poetic about New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they tune in for me to do this. <laughs> Make uh, it doesn't even look like an L anymore. It's getting smaller and smaller every time you do it. Matt now doing his best. Uh, it's not even air guitar. I am like cello. I don't even know what that was. You want me to play cello? Okay, that's cello. It's the giant fucking weird guitar thing. That's what that was. You know what Tanahashi should do? He should play a cello like a guitar. I think Kenta's done air bass before, and now he's doing speed walking in the middle of matches. I prefer right. the speed walking. Right to Kenta. Get get an air cello. Well, this has been an. Uh, th this is always a great time, and I hope you, the listener, enjoyed it. If you're enjoying the Bread Club on Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, and Fightful.com, be sure to hit the like button. There's a little thumbs up comes up on the YouTube video. You hit that, and then in the comments, right, like I love the Bread Club. We need to see actual bread. Put something funny, you know. Tell us you love the show, but leave a comment. It all helps us, and it helps the people over at Fightful Overbook know that Kieran and myself are doing a great job, and that people love the Bread Club. Yeah, yeah, leave us those comments. Like I said, uh, Colin oh. Maffey and uh, Julian left us comments. We gave them the shout-outs on here. Um, we'll always try and read them. Always remember to answer uh, any questions. Um, sometimes we forget is the honest truth. Um, it's never done menacingly so. We're just, uh, well, I can only speak myself, but I'm a dumb fuck, and I forget. Wow, that's not, don't don't say that about yourself. What if people leave negative comments, then they actually, then maybe Jeremy listens to this? That might be... So, what's the long-term goal here? We want to force Jeremy to sit through two hours of our bullshit. No, but I don't know what the long-term goal is. You know <laughs> what? Leave positive comments. Build us up, Buttercup. Uh, leave those. Really? We love the, the we love the Bread Club. We love Drew Royce Isaac's interview. Uh, Matt's air guitar sucks. You can put something like that. You know, Tanahashi you, rules. Then you I can will. say you can say negative things about Matt specifically. How big is my? Is it an L or is it a C? It's like a nice no, and. Oh, that's a good point. What is, is it? C? It's like kind of in the middle. Is it meant to be? A C? I always thought it was an L. You may have just blown my mind, Matt. What's he trying to do? What's he trying? Is to it say? a C for like once in a century? I think it's just. A, I, no, I'm not. I'm not accepting this. Well, like United this, this Empire Antibu makes sense, right? United Empire make a crown, right? Crown, crowns this, up. What is this? He's not. He's the ace, but this is. I don't know. Like, is it half a love heart? Half a, I don't know. Oh, Wait, no. what's another half a love heart? What's a regular heart? Half a, well, like, no, because then if you two hands, then you make the heart. So maybe he's doing it for the audience to connect the other side of the heart because Tanahashi has the hearts of everyone in the world except from Matt, right? And he doesn't have his two front teeth because he doesn't know how to eat a fucking protein bar. We need, do you know what? 
we need he's Matt. old. We need Matt versus Tanahashi. Washington. Bring it. Sign me up. I went after Bobby Lashley for years, and he dodged me, and finally he got tired of me challenging him. He signed with the WWE because he knows I can't get him there. Pussy. Absolute right? pussy. He's just, he's just fighting guys like Brock Lesnar now. Fucking pussy. Tanahashi, if you're in Washington or Philadelphia, it's on, bro. Let's go. Open challenge. I'll fucking air guitar my balls off, bro. You ain't got nothing. I won't <laughs> get a haircut until April. I'll style my hair all stupid. We got. I ain't got us. no fake teeth, brother. We got to see this now. I'll eat as many protein bars as I want. I ain't old and shit. And my teeth aren't falling out. I mean, yeah. I'll fucking shave. At, I'll do the Jim the Anvil Nightheart. I'll shave abs. This always, this my... always, this always goes so off the rails at the end. You, I don't know how you always find some way to just go on like a crazy tirade about something. That's what I do. That's what I bring to the table. It's it's not even pre-planned in the slightest as well. Like our planning is okay. These are the topics we need to talk about. Let's go, and that's it. Yeah. Two minutes of planning. We're professionals. Press the record button, and then Matt uh, gets us potentially into trouble with uh, very outrageous claims that he's going to beat up Bobby Lashley. I those are not, first of all, not outrageous claims. I said I could last two minutes in the ring with him. No, no, it wasn't it that you could you'd put him away in two minutes. Oh, I fucking smush him, smush him right in the corner. Yeah, yeah, squash match. Calling uncle. We call in Tanahashi for help. Well, we hope you enjoyed uh, Bread Club episode 16. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to talk New Japan Cup. We're going to talk uh, the, the junior show that's taking place. All-Star Junior talk Festival. Battle of the Valley Fallout. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Okada Kiyomiya match because that'll have happened. Hiromu Amakusa, Naito versus Muto. Oh. Lots of New Japan representation on that card. So much. We're going to see if Tanahashi signs the contract I mail him. Yep. Yeah, we'll report back on that. Hey, can you can I get a f- favor from you, bro? What is your mail system doing over there? Oh, are you one of the guys stuck waiting for Will Spray shit? I'm waiting for my Osprey shit. I'm waiting for my Inside the Ropes magazines. What are we doing, people? Yeah, there's lots of strikes in the UK at the moment. Do, you want, are, do I need to send a couple pounds to somebody over there to get me my shit? We are a broken country, man. Do you need a stamp? Yeah, just tell that to the American <laughs> guy. This is a fucking nightmare over here. Yep, uh, it is bad. It costs the cost of living crisis is very fucking real. Um, what a nice way to wrap up the podcast. I just want to read my wrestling magazines and put an autograph photo in my room. No, and, uh, to be fair, Will, super good guy. He he's put out that video message as well, apologizing and saying if anyone wants refunds or anything like that. He's trying his best. Bless him. Oh, he should um, just come on the Shining Wizards podcast. That'll be more than enough. I don't want my money got, back. I just got, want an autograph, and I want to be a bloke with you. Slide into those DMs. But And what did he say? Suck his cock? What did he say to you in his video? On his video, he said cock-sucking empire, boys. Cock-sucking empire, boys. What so when, when, when Hazel played that at the party, she'd done it all together, made a big montage and all that stuff to play on a big screen at the party. She had to mute that bit. Oh. Because there was children present, and she was worried that there would be a two-year-old running around going, cock-sucking, cock-sucking. I told this to Will, and he was like, that would have made my life if there was a two-year-old running around your party repeating what Uncle Billy said. Oh, it would have been brilliant. Um, it really made me chuckle. Uh, but that's a nicer way to end it. Um, United Empire. Uh, Will Ospreay's own words. We're not calling them cocksuckers, apparently. No, never. They're great guys. No, I love uh, it. I pay for the autographs. I want to show my fandom. 
Aocom, Aocom. Good you know, you could join the Wall of Fame over here next to the Macho Man and Triple H. We're we're gonna have to see it once it arrives. That's for sure. Yes, I'll show it off on the show. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you rate, review, subscribe to Fightful Overbook, like the Bread Club every two weeks. Kieran's on the Twitter machine at Kieran RH93. I'm doing at Wizards Podcast every Monday night. Kieran's doing wrestling. He's doing Ace Techers. Follow us, support us, and come back in a couple weeks, two weeks' time, and hear us talk more about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that's it. The breadiest club in the round. The breadiest of all the bread clubs. Do you do like a, we should have like an exit, like a goodbye. I like how Kenny did that. Goodbye. And good night. I had apparently someone was like at my party that didn't understand wrestling was like, why did he blow him a kiss? And hey, so I had to be like, no, it's like a thing he does. Like he's kissing the gun. <laughs> Should be like, look at him. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite helpful as well because someone like to explain that to people. I think my brother or someone was like, who kind of got like I've mentioned Kenny Omega before. He was like to other people. He was like, that would be like if Stone Cold sent you a message. That's what like that is to Kieran. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like as a comparison to the older generation who watched WWE once upon a time. Right. Um, yeah. So that was a helpful comparison. Uh, but no, I, I'm never going to, as much as we joke, obviously it's all joke. It's in, uh, it's dudes being dudes. That's how dudes show love. They take the piss out of each other. Um, it doesn't work so well with your fiance or your wife. They they just don't like it. Um, but no, I, I, Matt is a hero for doing that. I could, I hero. I, you I, hear I, that? I, I couldn't believe that, um, that he, he got that uh sorted for hazel and um i had that shown at my party and that's it that's gonna be something i can stick on anytime i'm sad uh so thank you very much matt thanks jeremy for bringing us together thank you bread club thank you everyone that's watching and listening that's hitting the like button thank you this tour and that's the bread club we are the bread club we'll be back in two weeks we'll see you then kids <laughs>